Hey, everybody. Today's episode was a lot of fun. We had a great time with several of the segments. Uh, we're going to get into uh, some pretty awesome Would You Rathers. Uh, I came up with some genius stuff, if I'm just being honest. It was pretty, it was pretty solid today. Uh, we're going to wrap up uh, the NFL Week 3, the drama all the way around. The unbelievable division, uh, it just is completely turned upside down already after three weeks. It's just crazy. So we appreciate you checking in. Uh, let's do the thing. Let's go. Welcome to the Sportsify podcast for September 29th with your hosts, Matt Novak and Grant Hawker. And welcome in, everybody. We are so excited to get into the stuff today. We've got some quick reaction for you. We're going to hit a whole bunch of football, 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 baseball. Apparently, a golf thing happened this weekend that was important to some people. we got a lot to hit. So welcome in to Grant and to uh, Jameson. I'm Matt Novak, and uh, we're going to jump right into this week's headlines. Uh, quick reaction coming at you. What in the world is going on in the AFC West? I don't that know. Division is 100% upside down. Uh, the Chiefs are literally in last place, not like tied with anybody. They're no. in last place. Sole possession of last place. Yeah. Like this makes zero sense uh, what is going on. The, uh, the Chargers are in third place, but they're a really good team. Two and one in third place. Kind of crazy. Yeah. And then you've got the undefeateds in the still, oh my gosh, Raiders. Like, I, I cannot believe that they keep winning stupid football games. Well, uh, winning good football games. I'm like, gonna, we, we talked about this in week one. Well, no, that was I mean, not a good game. No, not a good game, but beating good teams. Yes, they're beating good teams. They are taking advantage of other teams' miscues uh, like nobody else in the NFL right now. And it's really entertaining. We'll say that for whatever. I mean, we don't know how long this is going to last, but it's been real fun the first three weeks uh, seeing them win. And then the Broncos are just embarrassing bad teams. A hundred percent. They shut out the New York football jets. Oh, my goodness. New York uh, football jets. Lots of people like say the New York football giants. I get that because uh, the giants are also a baseball team, but I like saying the New York football jets. Don't judge me for it. Okay. Um, but they shut them out. Uh, the Jets are exactly who we thought they were. No surprise. And we'll get that to that in just a moment. Uh, but the AFC West is just completely turned on its head. No one, no one saw that coming. Uh, and uh, man, it's been beautiful. I know we were, Grant and I were sitting at Red Robin with a bunch of people uh, after uh, church on Sunday. And we're just watching the Chargers Chiefs game. And I probably yelled out loud three or four times. Could not believe Mahomes threw that interception and gave the Chargers another shot. What, like a minute? Clinch it out. Like yeah. Like a minute 20, maybe? He's human and stuff. It's I crazy. Know. And then yeah. Chargers tried to throw it away. Right? Oh, I, I legit was and like... Another illegal motion. Well, oh, I, I was like... so disheartening. I was like, you guys had the ball for like five minutes of real time and you've taken 20 seconds off the clock. Are you trying to lose this game? <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is trying to win it for you guys. Right. And you're just trying to be like, nah, it's okay, Patrick Mahomes. We want you to win this game. No, oh, that was absolutely crazy. Well, just like the the hits that Herbert took, the 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 hits that I think the Keenan Allen took a gnarly hit too. Yeah, yeah, coming across the middle. Yeah. Uh, so like I was just like, 
it was like it feels like every range of emotion, everything that could happen in the last minute of a game happened. Like there were gnarly hits, penalties, super um, windy, so you could didn't really rely on like kicking. So they're going for it on like what fourth yeah. and nine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so it's like- yeah. It was it was it was insane. If you're a if you're a Chiefs or Chargers fans, I bet your heart rate is still very high. Oh, the, no the kidding from that one. Yeah, definitely and- entertaining for us. I, yeah, I'm I'm loving it. I think it's fun. And you know, I I still feel like there's an obvious scenario here that's that's going to come into play. The Broncos are going to expo- get exposed when they play good teams. They are also dealing with a couple of injuries we yep. noted last week. And uh, the Raiders are eventually going to stop winning these games. We know that that's not sustainable over a 17 game season. Um, and you know the the the. The Chiefs are going to rise to the top at some point here, but the Chargers are clearly, clearly going to give them fits all the way through. Because uh, well, that that was absolutely impressive how Herbert kept him in that game. Well, Herbert seems to be able to be, know how to beat the Chiefs because he's two and two and one, I think, because his first start, yeah. he lost, but barely. In yeah. the last game of the season, they won because, I mean, they did rest of starters. Yeah, good point out. In his sophomore then, season, he's already 2-1. and one. He's got a winning record against right. Patrick Mahomes. And again, that first game, he easily could have won. It was a one-score game. It was like 34-27. to 27, You know how many quarterbacks have a winning record against Patrick Mahomes? I guess not two. two. So Can Herbert? Herbert. Uh, Brady. Tom Brady. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, Herbert, that's a good reason. company. That's I wanted company. to say Peyton Manning because I was thinking about the Manning brothers broadcast. First stat drop of the day. Boom, there you go. Well, I'm just going to say about the Broncos, I mean, so they play next. They play the Ravens, the Steelers, the Raiders, the Browns, Washington football team, the Cowboys. So they have a tough, I think this is going to be where we figure out what they are. Oh, yeah. This stretch is going to be absolutely brutal. I mean, they, I could see them losing the next well, four. Let's go back over the Maybe Broncos. The Steelers. Steelers are pretty cooked right now. Grant, go back up the line. They beat the Jets today. Yes. Who'd they beat in week two? Jaguars. Who'd they beat in week one? The New York uh, football Giants is that what you that what you're trying to say? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what we're saying. Yeah, yeah, the Giants. So they <laughs> they play they beat uh, three teams that are now zero and three. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Broncos fans, no hate, all the love in the world. We we say nice things about Teddy Bridgewater all the time on the show. We love Teddy. Uh, B. We love Teddy B. And uh, but your defense cannot carry you uh, for the rest of the season. Yeah. I will say it's it's not that. Mean, I mean, again, I think the real test Good. too is this team will go as far as their defense will take them. Yeah. And I mean, their defense is again playing against awful offenses, so yeah. we don't know. And this is not this is not the defense that Peyton Manning had no. when uh, he threw nine touchdowns, yeah. fifteen interceptions his last year in the NFL and won a Super Bowl. Um, yeah, which I was looking at those stats for some reason the other night: 167 yards in the Super Bowl and an interception. He didn't even have a touchdown, right? No. Nope. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he gave yeah. the ball. He, he ran the, the ball. year before. Yeah, he did his thing before. Also, uh, yeah. Peyton Manning; those were the uh, first and last season of his career. Those are the only seasons that he had uh, more interceptions and touchdowns. Yeah, hmm. but uh, I will say this too about the Broncos. Uh, while we're on the subject, this isn't like there are some scenarios like, well, what do you expect them to do when that you know you only can play who you play? You beat the bad teams; it's what you do. Sure, but you look at this team realistically, and I think everybody that's not a Broncos fan kind of knows like. They're beating bad teams, but that's not one of those things where they're just taking care of business. This they're, is the teams they can beat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're they're winning the games they're going to win this year. Yes, right, absolutely. And, and then they're going to come back down when they. I don't play. think anybody was thinking that the Jaguars <laughs> were going to come out and beat the Broncos. No. no, if you're looking, at, I mean, we thought we probably at the beginning of the year thought they, that that, that was a like possible a, winnable game for the Jaguars. But now we're realizing yeah. what the Jaguars really are still yeah. not good. Yeah, they they are they are the bottom. I'm, well, they may not be the bottom of the barrel. We're going to get to that in a yeah. little bit too. But there are a couple uh, other ones that are really they're, they're down showing. There. 
They're fighting for it. The, <laughs> them and the bottom of the barrel are touching each other. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I want to get into just a little bit of uh, what happened uh, on Monday night football. Uh, Dallas is definitely who we thought they were. We thought that that was a good team that was going to go as far as that quarterback will take them. Dak had a good night. Yes, he did. Uh, not 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 his best night. I think his best night was still Week One yep. uh, oh, against yeah. the Bucks. But oh, yeah. uh, but he, uh, and that was his only loss. But I uh, came in, beat a divisional opponent uh, that you got to beat in Philly. Took care of business at home. Uh, they drop him. Uh, kind of pulled away late, if you will, uh, and really made it some look, garbage uh, time. Yeah, it looked like a larger uh, separation than it was. Uh, I think this felt more like a ten point win became a twenty point win uh, in the end, just by some some bad play by Philly, who's clearly reeling from injuries, and they've already been caught onto with the offensive scheme. Uh, they're trying to get to the ball, the ball short to the outside as quick as possible for Hertz because he just can't dissect defense. And that's becoming pretty obvious pretty quick. And if you take away his legs uh, and keep the middle clogged, you can beat that team pretty handily. Uh, the Cowboys, again, though, did a phenomenal job. Quiet night from Amari Cooper. Uh, good night for Zeke with two scores. Uh, so if you fantasy owners had him, that was a that was a nice week, at yeah. least from him. I don't know how the rest of your team did, but uh, at least from him. And uh, yeah, if you were starting Dak, you felt good about it. Uh, that was not a bad night. Uh, Sunday night football was absolutely electric. What a great game! It was amazing. Uh, that that game was fantastic, start I'm so to bummed finish. I miss these games live. Yeah, yeah. You uh, you should uh, definitely record all Sunday night football. I think. Well, um, yeah. But I watched uh, the highlights, but. It still doesn't mean the same when you know the you know what the outcome is, right? You know, right? which is why you know I never like I can't watch any of my team's games on you know like right. go see the score and then go back and watch the game. I just I can't, can't I it. can't do it either. Yeah. Can't do it. But uh, but no, the the 49ers uh, seemed like they were absolutely going to get blown out. They were down 17-0 uh, with a minute left in the first half. Uh, they then charged down the field with a couple of very good passes and some yak by the monster himself, George Kittle, and uh, put seven on the board uh, right before time expires in the first half. Come back, get the ball back in the second half, able to put points up on the board again, get the game closer. They slowed down Aaron Rodgers in the second half, frustrated him. Uh, you could you you could more than say frustrate him. You He was throwing balls way over heads. It cut, they were cutting off routes, doing a good job. Um and uh, and then the 49ers go up uh, at, towards the end of the game, 28, 27, 37 seconds left on the clock. All you got to do is make a stop. And the 49ers had three, count them, three defensive backs uh, in the locker room and were forced to put Al Shazier uh, on Devonta Adams at the end of the game. Uh, to try and cover him, him and Lenore. Now, if you don't know what position Al Shazier plays, uh, he's a linebacker. And on Devonta Adams, that is literally like uh, Shaq dunking on a sixth grader. It was brutal. Uh, and Aaron makes two good throws. Devonta makes a heck of a catch, especially on one of those balls. Uh, gets the ball downfield, and they take the quick kick and uh, win at 30-28 over the 49ers and a shocker. Uh, that was a great game to watch. Uh, for me, very sad ending. Um, but genuinely, I after going down seventeen to nothing, I was way better than I expected. At yeah. least your team was in their game they played. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get to Seahawks in a moment. Yeah. Don't worry, yeah. buddy. Um, uh, we'll get there. 
Well, I just want to say, I'm kind of backtracking a little bit, but I just want to make this point. You know, we, we talked about, you know, the validity of like the Broncos, right? Of like their wins against that. I'm looking yeah. at the Cowboys schedule. They only play five games against teams that have, that went to the playoffs last year. And two of those are against the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. They only play teams that made the playoffs last year, the Bucks, which they lost, Chiefs, and the Saints. That is it. Mm-hmm. All the other teams are cupcakes. And so I just wanted to make that point real quick that who even knows really how good this Cowboys team is? I mean, I know that there's, I know that they're, they're talented. I know they're the most talented team in the division, but at the same time, one of those teams though that did not make the playoffs was the Chargers. The Chargers, who they are did very beat, good. and the Chargers yeah. are a good team. No, they are a good team, we'll and like you one. know, that, there's like that was know, not a cupcake, and they're and they're and, and seven of the Chargers' nine nine losses were by one score. Absolutely. So, yeah. so I, I get that. They were a good, not great team last year. Obviously, right? Should have been. But in the playoffs. I'm just saying for all you Cowboy fans out there, I mean. I'm just saying, you next, you play the Panthers, the Giants, the Patriots, the Broncos, Falcons. Like, you guys have some easy games. Um, and so, that, I think, I think that defense, Panthers game is tougher than they think. Where's the, yeah. it, it depends on where the Pats game is. Is that in Foxborough? So, so, so next up, it's, it's Panthers, then Giants, then Patriots. So, they play the Patriots October 17th at Foxborough. At, at Foxborough. Uh, that, see, and, and once you hit mid October in Foxborough, it's a little that, chilly. That becomes a tough place to play. The wind picks up in the fall yep. later, in, in, especially because really they play in a dome. In. So you know, yeah, and they're they're not Cowboys I aren't mean, used to it. Yeah, as a team, they're not used to it. Most of them live in Texas in the off season, all that. But right. um, yeah, that'll be that'll be a tough go. To me, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry to backtrack. No, it's okay. Good games back down the line for them, but that's an important thing to point out. And I think if you're paying attention to your favorite team's schedule. Uh, and really starting to look down the line, you should be nervous. I, as a 49er fan, I know that there's a gauntlet coming between now and November 15th, and then we got our cupcakes. We're playing the Jaguars and the Texans. The Seahawks the the are year, in their the gauntlet Bengals. right now. Uh, yeah, and the, the so Seahawks have theirs in their first, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> their yeah, first nine games suck, <laughs> and we, we have, yeah. we've uh, been not shy about talking about that. But the... Uh, uh, <clears throat> actually, I'm glad you did backtrack, because I wanted to make this point about about Monday Night Football, at the seven-minute marker in the second quarter, the Cowboys had 19 first downs. That's absurd. The Eagles had nine plays. You know what's even grosser or more gross, whatever's <laughs> grammatically correct? Whatever. Tell us, um, Jameson. Guess how many run plays the Eagles had all night? Ooh, I'm Ooh. not going to... We're including hurt scrambles? Or no, just, just design runs. Design, design runs. runs? Okay. How I don't many? know. Three. Uh, Holy Three, <laughs> and I know Hertz didn't run a whole that's lot. Right. Man, least, that's talk about going down early. The least Oof. in NFL history. Wow is is that's that not, is that's that your even, drop of the night? That wasn't. Oh my goodness! My my drop of the night. I thought was, mine was so good just now. Nineteen what? first downs, the nine plays. He my my drop of the one. night is a little bit closer to the heart. Okay, but, okay. But that one, I was kind of saving for for this one because I was wow. like, I was looking through this. I was like, man, I didn't recognize like the. Three designed nine run plays, plays, but three run that plays. That will win you a total of zero football games. Uh, running Even three in today's NFL. <laughs> that is ridiculous. I don't care. Yeah, Any you, era. You're supposed to be at least a 60-40 team to win games in the NFL. That's brutal. Uh, man, that's just nuts. I, I'm going to have a hard time moving on from that. Uh, well, I guess we'll move down the line, though. I... Uh, Apparently, um, no one gives a crud about the Ryder Cup. There are some people that do care. If uh, you were unaware, uh, the Americans destroyed, uh, absolutely destroyed the Europeans this year. Uh, with ended up with 19 total points uh, on the week. Grant, do you understand what any of that means? 
I don't pay attention to golf. Okay. Uh, that's totally fine. Um, but uh, just Dustin Johnson, I made five, or well, appeared in five different events and won all of them. He's He was the oldest guy uh, out on the field. I think Dustin Johnson's younger than I am. Um, I'm pretty sure he's 34, 35 years old, something like that. Like 47? But, uh, I am, I'm 106. <laughs> I'm a very spry 106. <laughs> yeah. I, but no, I, Dustin Johnson, I absolutely slayed it for the Americans. Uh, but I was reading. Yeah, uh, go America. Yay. USA. USA. I definitely heard that multiple times uh, as we were beating down on, on the Europeans. I checked in. I think I checked in on three different days. Watched a total like a couple of hours probably of all of it. I know that's. Sad to some of you that I I watched two hours of golf, but uh, I do enjoy good golf shots. I play golf. Um, I'm not good at golf, but I play golf uh, like pretty much everybody else. Um, and man, it just was awesome to watch the beat down, though. I mean, the Europeans uh, really by day three were completely demoralized. But I was reading this. This is the uh, this was the lowest ratings since the really bad ratings of 14, uh, 2014. Uh, there was 2.1 million at the peak on their best day. Really? Worldwide. That's rough. I'm pretty sure that all of America did not watch, and the Europeans were like, yay! Well, here's the problem with that is, I don't know what they have to do, but they either need to bump it forward a little bit before football season starts, right? or, I don't know, something. They were because- Well, yeah, because you're playing on, on you know... Uh, after cupcake week in college football, mm-hmm. three usually first three weeks. Schedule. Yep, right. Um, and then I uh, and then you're on you're on week three of the NFL. Yep, storylines um, are starting to develop. Everybody wants to know. Yeah, you know, we know who's good and who's bad supposedly. And even the bad bad teams fans are still holding on. Yeah, because they're well, still early. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, they usually have, there's no they're clear not MVP. they're not calling DirecTV exactly. asking for their money back. Yeah. Uh, yet. Um, but. But yeah, that that was uh, that's just nuts to me. Two point one worldwide, and that was during the dinner hour on Saturday. I believe was their best viewers. If you know anything about TV ratings, that is absolutely abysmal. That is the equivalent of what the Orioles get uh, as a hundred lost team on Friday night. That is just absolute garbage. So um, yeah, but. They did win, and it was awesome, and literally the uh, it set a new points record uh, in the Ryder Cup, the Americans at 19, Here, and uh, good for us. What do you got? Speaking of TV viewings, the average television viewership of the regular of a regular season NFL game last year was 15 million, to put that in perspective. So just an average NFL game last year. And that's the, during a pandemic season. Right. But so, <laughs> yeah, so, so, so like, that's, that's, that's the, that's the yeah. average, that was the average of just a normal NFL Sunday, 15 million. So about one seventh, one eighth of right. a normal uh, NFL game. Uh, just to put it in the perspective, that those are good numbers. Yep. Um, well, speaking of, before we wrap up the headline segment today, uh, five undefeated teams left in the NFL because the 49ers and the Bucks lost. Uh, the biggest shock of this, your guys' reaction to it, the Cardinals, the Rams, Panthers, Raiders, Broncos, I think I know what you're going to say is is uh, your biggest shocker, the five grant, but go ahead. Uh, I'm going to say the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. Mainly because I looking at their schedule, they played the Steelers, they played the Ravens. Like, oh, they're going to drop one of those games, you know, and, and things like that. 
But yeah, they, to me, it's the Raiders. Yeah, they could have easily been 0-3. That probably would have been mine. Jameson? Uh, I was going to say the same thing. The only thing that I was like, maybe it's the Broncos, but the Broncos played such horrible teams. Yeah. The only thing that I was holding on to is like, I didn't have any expectations for the Broncos, but at least the Raiders kind of have this history of like starting seasons, like six and three and then collapsing. So I'm like, okay, maybe they have their hot start again mm, and, and win right. three. Um, and especially with the Ravens getting hit so hard with injuries, I was like, you know, some of these are closer, but ultimately like their strength of schedule early on comparatively, that is probably the most surprising to me. Yeah, my, my second team actually would have been the Panthers. That, that's my second. Pretty surprised at the Panthers. True. Uh, the Broncos, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have put as my second most uh, biggest surprise, just again because of the schedule. But the the Panthers are are putting together. We genuinely did not know what was going to happen. We After, don't. We, yeah, because we we still had no. We didn't know what their coach was. We, we didn't, didn't know Sam Darnold was good. We didn't know, we know yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, we do we? we we just knew the Sam Darnold that He's had better. no help. He's that good. had uh, not great. Good. Yeah. Good. I think, I think that's very fair. Yeah. But um, win your football games. Or at least yeah. not lose your football games. They do, they do yeah. super talented, but we always like, that guy needs to get out of New York. Now we'll see with CMC gone, you kind of lose a security blanket. Yeah. That's going to be Chubba kind Hubbard. of the test here. So. Yeah. Chubba, 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 Chubba. Chubba Hubbard, our favorite name in the NFL. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I that'll be interesting to see how long this lasts and who's going to drop next. Uh, we'll go through the matchups this next week, but you could easily see just about any of those teams losing uh, next one or two uh, of their games. Tell me who uh, I'm not surprised about being three and zero. Yeah, we. Well, I probably would have said Los the team. That, uh, yeah, yeah I would. I would probably say that I was. I am the least surprised about the Rams as well. Uh, That's not even group. a flex because I think everybody probably would have. Well, let's get into the good, the bad, and the ugly from week three of the NFL season. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of games to check in on. I just want to start with the bad. I normally I like to start on the good end. Uh, you know the 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 positive tiny part well of me that's positive you know lives deep down inside my sports soul um I love starting out with the good but today we're going to start out with the bad because there was some really bad there was some stinkers. football well, um, wouldn't if it's that bad wouldn't it be considered ugly well there was yeah. such bad football that the bad is really bad but it's not even ugly oh dude oh. it's so bad okay if that's the way we're going to go with it right. the the, right. uh, the ugliest game of the week I am going to give that award to uh, to a team that actually scored points. I'm going to give it, uh, well, to a game where there was points by one of the teams. Uh, Browns, Bears, the one I ugliest game yep, of the same, week. Same. You um, give them the stat, Grant. Okay. So I these are my fun stats, my crazy stats. They're kind of all coupled together a little bit. So there, there's one specifically. And then is that, is that Justin Fields netted one pass yard? One, he threw for 68 so pass yards, but got sacked nine times Nine to lose 67 yards. So one Did netted pass best, yard. Uh, Miles Garrett was eating all day long. Four and a half sacks. It's a franchise record for the Browns at four and a half sacks. Did his he's best also, David Carr impression, nine sacks. Yeah, and he's, uh, Miles Garrett is now currently leading the NFL with five and a half sacks behind Chandler Jones. It's like who still Kurt has five. playing for the Giants. Um, but along with that, a couple of, this was the Bears' worst offensive performance in 40 years. Um, they don't, don't is, let that just say something because yeah. this is a Chicago Bears offense. Yeah, so they they only mustered forty seven <laughs> so yards bad. of total offense. I say that again. Hundred? No, no. They all no, no. They, they didn't clip hundred, bro. <laughs> they didn't clip hundred. Forty seven yards of offense. <laughs> I did not watch seven any of this game. Me either. Uh, the worst um, since then was Nagy, in, uh, hot seat. 
take continues. No, I 100% agree with Dan Orlovsky. He's like, Matt Nagy needs to go now. Right now. Because that bye was... Bye. He needs to go now. Yeah, I don't like Orlovsky, but bye-bye, Matt Nagy. We all also want to apologize to Mitch Trubisky. It yep. is not your fault. <laughs> It, it is. It I wasn't mean, you. It was us. It yes, wasn't you. Yes. It was I mean, us. I, it was a man named Matt Nagy. I, I don't want to let Mitch off the hook. He's not very good. I, I'm not M- saying Mitch that. is a hot, cold player. He is. Yeah, I mean, he's you had mean, weeks hey, where, where he played. Pro Bowl quarterback. That is not. Mitch fill in, fill in. No, no. Nope, doesn't matter. It, it, it landed on his contract. Pro I'm Bowl. I'm just saying. MVP, the Nickelodeon <laughs> valuable Where even player. is he? The, he's a backup for the Bills. Oh, so he's yeah, never well, going to touch football. Yeah, well, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. I mean, Josh Allen is one of those injury risk type players. Yeah. So he makes he makes perfect sense there, and skill set wise makes a lot of sense. So a the, a couple of just how awful the Bears averaged one point one yards per play, the second fewest to any team in a game this uh, century. Hold on, that means they only got in like 40, 38 plays. I, I don't know about. Yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> I'm trying to. That's so I bad. Mean, dude. That's so bad. Yeah. Oh so my gosh. This is bad. It is ugly. It is a no good, very bad day. We would like to just say rip to the uh, Bears 2021 season. And we are so sorry to all of you Bears fans out there. Uh, man. Matt Nagy needs to go. Yeah. You need to pick it outside Soldier Field. Get rid of the guy. Restart this thing. Uh, I'm I'm not hanging that on Justin Fields. Obviously, you can only do so much. Bro, if you get sacked nine times. Called, yeah. And you have zero offensive line, which... We highlighted at the beginning of the year, we were just talking about this a few moments before it started, um, a few teams we knew were going to be terrible, and this was one of the teams I nailed as mm-hmm. being terrible. That offensive line is patchwork at best. They made zero improvements in the offseason from a player personnel standpoint, yep. and you can't expect Khalil Mack to carry an entire defense. You can't let players like uh, like Fuller leave your team and not replace them. Uh, you just can't do the literal nothing that they did in the offseason and expect to get better. Like, yep, do you yep. really think in the house, in your house, you had that good of a team when you're picking that high? I mean, that's just absolute yeah. arrogance to think that you could coach your way out of that. And then to not change your game plan at all to work towards Justin Fields' strengths. I mean, that had that's the worst rookie start of a career ever. And you just gave him, you basically gave him Andy Dalton's playbook and said, be somebody that you're not. Here you go. Yeah. Like, Literally. I know for a fact that if something happened to Jimmy G today, you know, knock on wood for your sake, I, I'm and okay. You put, and you put in Trey Lance, <laughs> that playbook is going to be way different. Yeah. Because you've got a different guy with a different Absolutely. set of skills. Yep. Absolutely. Like, you know, they, they, Trey Lance can, for instance, take chances down the field. Yeah. And uh, and then beat you with his legs, and you want to you would not form a true pocket. You would uh, you'd have uh, motion offense that would get him to the outside and and allow him to use his legs and do all those things. Justin Fields was asked to stand in the pocket and fire his first time out, and dear lord! And after you Dude, watch the guy go down, by the way, four or five <laughs> times, you you didn't go into the halftime and go, let's change the game plan, guys. This isn't working, Dude. like. You just said do better? Are you kidding me? Like as a coach, what a horrible and you don't really job. have great weapons anyways, so it's yeah. all about scheme. You have you have Allen Robinson who is a bona fide number 1 and who you can't even get the ball to by the way. Uh, because Dar- they can got- triple team him right yeah, now. You with have the David garbage Montgomery they have everywhere else. And you have David Montgomery who is in my opinion he's a serviceable running back. Yeah, he's, he's good. Yeah, he's he, solid. but he is more of he is more of a passing down back than yeah. he is. Yeah, and every down. Yeah, he he absolutely is that. And he should be your between the 20 guy. Dude. Uh, that's between the 20s. Sorry. So I'm just looking at more of this stuff. 
This is brutal. The Bears defense was on the field for nearly 40 minutes. Holy cow. Um, the, Chicago, like almost a whole football game? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, also, the Bears committed zero turnovers, and they lost this bad. He, wow. Well, I there's mean, your plus. Yeah, you, and, you know what he fumble. can say. He can walk. I did not turn over the ball. He got sacked nine times without didn't a fumble. Turn, no, no. I applaud you, Justin unless, Fields. Unless there was a fumble that he recovered, I didn't watch that game because it was yeah. a dumpster fire. But I, I applaud you for not losing the ball. I mean, though. dude, this That's game impressive. should have been fifty to six, like the score was, or whatever. Sure, was, but was I mean, twenty six to hey, six. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least here, like, there's literally nowhere to go but up. Yeah. So <laughs> I guess there's that. Get, Baptized and fire your first week in the NFL, but yeah. if if Nagy's still there, it's not going to be a good look. Yep. Well, some other ugly. Well, another obvious ugly game was the shutout from the Broncos over the Jets, twenty six zero. Nobody was surprised the Jets lost that game. A little surprised they didn't put up a fight, um, but is what it is. I'm not going to spend any time there this week. Uh, I think until the Jets do something, they're honestly not worth talking about. Uh, and spending time on, unless something hilarious happens, like, you know, going uh, four interceptions uh, in the middle of the third quarter. Uh, that was that was pretty funny. But uh, other games that end up being a little bit of blowout that I might put in here, uh, Panthers-Texans, uh, that was rough football, 24-9. to um, Not a good game. Uh, bummer for the Panthers. They lose CMC. Uh, I think minimum three weeks. They're saying, yeah, I don't think he's going on IR. No, he's not an IR candidate. Uh, they're they're hopeful to uh, two weeks because they had the extra days, yeah, yeah, with that game being on Thursday. Uh, they also lose their cornerback Horn for several games, he's got multiple broken bones in his foot. They traded though for CJ Henderson from the Jaguars. I gave up Dan Arnold, a Dan Arnold and a fifth rounder, sorry, a third rounder. Yep, uh, got back a fifth rounder and CJ Henderson. So, uh, good. Good trade for them. I uh, I really wish the 49ers would have done that. Um, <laughs> but uh, good trade. Good young player, too, uh, that they just picked up. And uh, I, I don't think the Panthers are going to take a massive step back here or anything because they they're deep, at least, at their running back position. But uh, that was an ugly game uh, for the most favorite, part. Chubba Hubbard. Chubba Hubbard's getting yards. Let's um, go. I don't know if this is on your list, but I have an honorable mention for... For ugly, for ugly, it it probably falls more in the bad category, just as an overall game, but falls in pretty close to ugly. I think uh, that's actually the Steelers Bengals game. Mm. Mm. That that's Big Ben. That's valid. Is as cooked as I've seen a quarterback you in don't. recent. I was memory. right. You're um, right about it. I was I, I super anti Ben Roethlisberger start of the season. He, I mean, three weeks in, I'm I'm standing there with you, going, "Yeah, I'll, I'll own that." I thought he was going to be serviceable. So, I mean, did you did you see fried. him like roll out to the right and like <laughs> yeah he sent me the fall I, over I, as dude, he's NFL memes it. was like, like Ben Roethlisberger is as mobile as a tree. He we've always <laughs> known he's not a mobile guy, but like but he, he, he can he shrug can, off. He can be in the pocket and he can have a little bit of lateral movement. You know, I had to pull up his stats because I was like this was such a horrible. I I don't know if you guys saw this one too. It was like a fourth and long uh, inside like the thirty, so they were kind of in scoring yeah. range, and it's like fourth and twelve or something. He just was like a dump off like swing to a yeah. Najee Harris for like a yard and that's how you turn it over on downs <laughs> but he threw it 58 times uh, yeah dude yeah. I that is no they, run game when when I, I when is Tomlin gonna learn that he literally can't win games no well, here's, one wins here's the problem is that 43 times. all they've done is win games so, so it's, al- it's, it's almost like you know don't it before it's, we we have it until we don't you, 
They, but they're it, still holding on, thinking that they have it. That's in, the crazy in thing. In the NFL, it almost, it almost feels like if the other team scores first, you're going to come out and forget your game plan. Like It feels like some coaches get in that mode. Tomlin should be a veteran enough coach at this point where he, if, if you go down 7 or 10 nothing, you don't give up on your run game just because you're down 7 or 10. Yeah. Like that, that's pass ridiculous. more? Sure. But you yeah. don't give up. Yeah, you go maybe 2 out of 3 becomes pass instead of it's yeah. 1 out of 3. Um, you certainly saw the 49ers in the second and third quarter um, switch more to a stronger pass game when they went down 10 nothing and then eventual 17 yeah. I'm uh, Sure, but they did not give up on the run. You go back and look at the percentage of pass to run, I think Jimmy threw it 43 times. Yeah. You know, and, and again, they were down 17 0. He still only ends up 43. Should have won that game uh, if the defense could have <laughs> held up at all. Dear Lord. Sorry, I'm still reeling from the emotions uh, 48 hours later. But, um, you know, that that's how you coach in this league and win games. You you are not going to win games. Tom Brady might be the only quarterback that wins a game this year with 50, 50 times or more yeah. times. And that's just because he went as he was in a slugfest. Yeah. You know, that that reminds me of your your Rams playing uh, Patrick Mahomes on that Monday night game. Oh, was I still watch that every Is now that and then. 2018? Oh, so good. That that was incredible. One of the best games I've ever seen in in my life. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's just not going to happen. You you hit the 50 marker, you just literally signed your team's down. And, and even more surprising, I mean, he, th- he threw it 58 times. Um, they ran it 14 times to Najee Harris for 40 yards. They threw it, he had 14 receptions for 102 yards on 19 targets. So That's where he got his points. A, all of your, like, so he had almost a third of the targets were going to the running back when you're throwing 60 times. That's, not only can he not move, he just doesn't, he can't get the ball downfield right now. Also, though, as a Najee Harris owner, I will Oh, you, yeah, you're feeling good about that. I did enjoy You're that. feeling good about that. He didn't score a touchdown. But he got but, like 16 points-ish? Yeah, he was like 16. 17? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, when you I've touch the ball 28 out. times, yeah, you're and you're something. splitting those touches between you'd runs think. and catches, uh, <laughs> Chase Claypool was really the only receiver that had anything yeah. of... I, no. I have him on one team. I, I left him on the bench. I, I thought about it with uh, with Juju out, yeah. and uh, that probably would have been a decent start. I had one guy that, and I mean the the other that thing that league, sucks but. for the the Steelers before we move on is who do you like? Do you feel good about putting in a backup right now? Anyways, because you know it's like it's time to move on from no. Ben. He's done. No, but, but they do have they do have Haskins on that roster, and we can say what we want. I understand they're trying to do the Jameis Winston thing this year. You know who they should have had. Well, Gardner Minshew should be on that team. Ah, that would be awesome. Here's here's what I had said. The Steelers should have drafted Jalen Hurts two years ago and have him sit a couple years and be their next franchise. That's what I had said. Would have been a perfect fit for them. Or literally like any. Because, dude, (laughs) that was their their whole problem. They never planned for anything after Ben Roethlisberger at like 36. I'm like, how do you not? They did the opposite of what. New England was trying to do, which was get ready to replace Brady. Properly. Brady was like, "Screw you guys! Like, get rid of this guy. I want right. to. I'm going to be here until I'm 45." I think. And well, and the thing is, too, I, I was reading. I don't know some some sports analyst, you know, ESPN was saying that unlike Rodgers and Brady, Ben Roethlisberger has done the has done exactly what a 40 nearing 40 year old quarterback does. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's also out of shape, and he's also thrown like he he is a guy. His like, arm is fried. He's been throwing 50 times a game. For like, a while, for a long time, yeah, uh, which is why he was such a big fantasy get for me for many years. Um, oh yeah, I'm sure when he was yeah. good, when he you was know, there, there was games where you would throw for like 400 yards and five touchdowns, and you would throw the ball like what, 55 and, times. What and four of those were to yep. were to Antonio Brown? <laughs> he, he was my he was my tenth round quarterback for a few years. He was yeah. my Kirk Cousins. Yeah, so know? it's like, but he just doesn't have it anymore. 
and you almost hope to like run it back after last year off no. a really hot start. You see can't. what you yeah. can do, but yeah, he's just I, fan of the show and listener, injury or not, he's just cooked. Fan of the show and listener, uh, the Queen Bee. Um, we feel bad for you, and um, we uh, we would just like to say uh, how sorry we are that you are going to uh, hate this season. Uh, mm-hmm. This does not look good, and you're 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 literally two losses away from a rebuild. Um, uh, yeah, that, that should have happened last year, bad. in my opinion. And but but I will say, one thing I will say here: uh, Joe Burrow had a real nice day. Yeah, and there's a reason that Joe Burrow had a real nice day. And that is because uh, T.J. Watt was not playing in this game. Yeah. Um, and that man is a, a solo wrecking machine. Game wrecker, yeah. Um, he absolutely is. So I, I, it'll be interesting to see what happens when he's back and they're playing the Bengals again. Um, if this game, I mean, this is a 14-point margin, but honestly, the Steelers seem like they never had a chance. I will, I'll agree with that. Yeah. I think that's a good candidate and a, a good sneaky candidate for the ugly uh, addition there, especially because we were just talking about like, are the Steelers better than we thought because of how good their defense is? And obviously, you lose a you know the center point of your defense, and you kind of see what happens when you have to try. Well, to and I think out. I think too, Minka Fitzpatrick has the uh, lowest p- uh, pass coverage of any safety in the league right now. Mm. It's at like twenty seven point four. Wow, somewhere around there. So he's ranked the worst among safeties for pass coverage. That is so, bad, kids. Yeah, that's not um, good. That's bad. But uh, yeah, I mean, he is their Khalil Mack. You know, he he literally moves that defense. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, they're they're hoping uh, this is I, I think is he he hopeful this week or next week for what? what? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, um, we'll check. We'll, we can we can jump into that when we get down to injuries, yeah. but we'll check on that. I'll scroll through uh, those a little bit later. Yep. Um, uh, moving into the bad, though, and I want to jump into the other ones. Uh, I'm going to start off there. Personally, uh, I got the Bills and Washington. Uh, partially because of the point uh, spread here. You got a 22-point victory for the Bills. Uh, the, Washington uh, turned the ball over a few times, untimely ones, if you will, um, and never really had much of a chance in this game uh, because the Bills' offense was clicking. Uh, if you had digs, you didn't necessarily have a good week, but Allen was getting the ball distributed well. Uh, I think Moss had at least one, if not two, this week, um, and uh, they they finally started getting some stuff clicking um, and uh, that was good to see from the Bills and a little bit more I think of what we expected from them Yeah, five touchdowns from, from Allen one yeah, rushing total. four passing yeah I okay. didn't start him I started Matt Stafford instead because Stafford had been trending so up and of course uh, I mean yeah I almost can't even blame you for that one yeah I don't I think most people can and I mean, the, the week two week two set a a, a fire on the on the Stafford train. So I and get any it. like well, just, you play well, any other because, quarterback, I mean, you're like okay. Well, because at the time, yeah. I mean, the first two seasons, Josh Allen was averaging like he's getting 15 points in both games, and yeah. Stafford's getting like 27 to 30, and I'm like yeah. okay, yeah. And, I, and I, I was losing games by that many. No, so I was like no blame. And and the Washington defense has shown itself to be pretty stout uh, yeah. for the most part. Yeah. So pretty especially with the losses the, that the Bucks secondary had. Yeah, and I was and, like. I mean, with with uh, um, sweat, and I'm gonna blank on his name. Help me. The other He's side. young. Yank. Thank you. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, dude. I'm I'm having one of those <laughs> days. Uh, it's my 106 years, man. There's a lot of yeah. things that I gotta try and forget when right. we do this show. You a know? lot of names that you learn in 106 uh, years. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, you would expect that they would have just been able to get to him a little bit more. But that offensive line held up real well in that game. Yeah. Uh, Alan was, allowed, Alan was allowed to do whatever he wanted. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. 
I, I, other games that we want to throw in on to the bad. Um, not necessarily. I mean, I do think it, that bad the is Seahawks pretty. It's pretty subjective. <laughs> it's pretty subjective of like, is it bad in terms of like for one team, it's usually bad. Yes, and that is what the bad covers. A reminder on that: the good has to be a good game entertaining well played by both sides uh the bad wasn't well played or coached by at least one team pivotal pivotal mistakes made on the field yeah a score wasn't super close i i think we we can go ahead and mention the seahawks for the first time here i think oh i think also the the saints patriots too yeah that's absolutely both of those could go in there uh vikings vikings just didn't let the seahawks come back yeah they did whatever they wanted they could move the ball no problem yeah uh, they they Kirk had Cousins picking them apart. I, yes, I he was. Uh, Madison ran the ball incredibly well. I picked him up Dude, Sunday <laughs> morning. 15 Dude, you minutes know what's crazy? So boy. last year when the Vikings played the Seahawks, Madison also had a big yeah. game too. Yep. So his yep. two best it's games like are against the Seahawks. Dal- They're like Dalvin, you just take you this week off. To. We got this one. You you get two bye weeks. You're good. Buddy. <laughs> you get You're two good. Bye weeks. Is this like sneakily becoming like an interesting rivalry? They play every year. They, it, yeah, well, every year. You see, we get Green Bay. The 49ers get Green Bay every year. Uh, we This is four years in a row for us. Um, and and, and get, you guys have been getting the Vikings. Like the, and the we get drama, them on Monday like, Night Especially going back to like the yeah. playoffs and the missed field goal. and like Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, I would say I wouldn't it say it's be. much of a rivalry because the Seahawks are seven. And, Russell Wilson is seven and one against them now. So it's not much of a. Yeah. Hmm, that's not, fair. It's not much of a rivalry. But, I don't know why, though. But no, it's every year. Every year. Because it's playing. like, I, whenever that game comes up, it's I'm weird, like, weird stuff extra happens. keyed in there for some reason. Sure. Well, because la- last year it came down to the fourth and goal the, when Russell Wilson zipped it into DK Metcalf. Year before mm-hmm. you were at that one, Monday yep, Night Football. I, yeah, I was, I was at that one, um, which was an awesome game. That was an exciting game. That was like 20 to 24 in it being. Yeah, I mean, at least they've been close scores, but the Vikings seemingly just had their number this week. Yeah. And uh, and again, Madison was able to run consistently. I think he averaged around five a carry. Um, and anytime you do that as a running back and you're getting that many touches. He had and, at one point, it was 167 yards. I think you ended up getting more Oof. than that. I stopped watching when it was at 133. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, but that's what ended up. I think that was at one point. But I mean, yeah. I, I have some stuff to say. Honestly, the, the Vikings have had the, I think... The craziest arc in three weeks so far. Yeah. We go from like week one, we're like, are the Vikings just kind of horrible? Like, yeah. what's the deal? Then losing and then the heartbreaker. Them, and then you watch them against uh, Arizona. Like, they, they stayed oh. in that game. They should have won that game. And then, of course, you know, Vikings kickers are going to be Vikings kickers. <laughs> yeah. And then they play Seattle, <laughs> who I think we would all agree is like, these games have gotten like yeah. progressively more difficult for it them. Is- and they go play Seattle. You can tell I, Zimmer, apart. Zimmer is preaching. We're going to close this game out and we're going to run the ball to well, close this and, game and, out. And the, Seahawks, and the Seahawks yeah. were saying into the, the game, the ones that, um, that, that stayed around to talk, they're like, they're like, they just schemed us up. Yeah. They're like, they just got us. Mike Zimmer out coached someone. Yeah. And, we're, and it's Pete Carroll. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that, and that's, that is surprising. I, yeah. I will say I, Zimmer is, Zimmer is a good coordinator. I've never liked him as a head coach. Um, he, he, he definitely has a uh, emphasis on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. He he can plug and play guys uh, systematically into what he does. Their special teams, with the exception of field goal kickers, uh, <laughs> yes. do a quality job uh, throughout of playing the game. for the other team. <laughs> no, yeah. no, they. Do, I, I I mean, they're they're punting. Their kickoff teams, their coverage, always very good. Their kickers are really good until the fourth quarter, 
Um, you know, they, but, you know, they just don't seem to scheme well offensively. I love what Kirk does, but uh, they don't run the ball well at the end of games. And uh, they, they seemingly have not done that historically. Well, they usually and, can't uh, afford to run the ball at the end of the games because they're playing catch up quite a bit. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're not wrong. But, but he did a great job of coaching this one. Um, I want to mention some other ones in the bad. I know we'll come, we'll circle back for you. I, I, there's some stuff I got to say real uh, quick. The Saints, uh, Saints Patriots, we already put into this category. Totally agree with that. Saints defense um, from fantasy was great for me. We had a close <laughs> scoring points. game that I'm going to put into this one. Uh, I'm going to put the Falcons Giants into this because that was not good football. Yeah. Absolutely not. Um, and it, yeah, that was just. It was a boring game. I watched a little bit of the recap. Just I'm like, oh, did Matt, uh, did Matt Ryan come out and, and win this one? Not really. It was more of like a test of like, who wants to win this one? We could just flip a coin and call it good. I mean, that was pretty much the way they played. Uh, also, a yep. heartbreaker in that game. Blake Martinez, uh, linebacker yeah. for the Giants, goes out ACL, MCL, apparently. I don't think they released the that yet. He's of that defense, bro. Uh, but that was the apparent injury. And, oh, and a, and a tackling machine. I, did he not lead the league last year in tackles? I think it was two years ago when he was two years Packers. Ago? Okay. I think so. But, I mean, it, that's, Still. Just, that's horrible. I hate to see that guy go that's down. That's 120-plus tackles that you now have to find elsewhere. Yeah, and he's a baller, man. That's just, that's sad. The, uh, the Titans-Colts a candidate here, too. Uh, I know that was only a 10-point win. Um Carson Wentz sucks when both of his ankles are sprained. <laughs> Just for the record. Who would have thought? Uh, I mean, so weird, right? It's it's going to be interesting. At what point of the season do we fit? Are we, are we going to fit? Because I mean, because it's like one of those things where you understand the Colts have had a gauntlet. They played the Rams. They played the Seahawks. I think the Colts are still playing the Titans. Oh, and, and that's Car- a hot take right now. And, 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 and Carson Wentz has not looked great. Yeah. Arguably not even looked good. Yeah, no. And I, well, it looked okay in week one. They haven't run the ball yet either. They haven't yeah. got that going. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor hasn't come alive. Well, uh, I think I, the only bright spot on that offense is Pittman's played pretty well. Yeah, but Pittman's Pittman, played. we expected that from. Right, we, we and did. some we of that may, may die down when T.Y. Hilton year. comes back. Too. Yeah, some you would love to, have, to see some of the pressure alleviated from him because he's he's clearly having to do a lot and getting targeted quite but a bit. I, I, you know, I'm I'm wondering if, you know, when does I mean it's hard because we we have given Carson Wentz the the the, the breaks because he's had a, just a rough go of it. But Frank Reich's got to give him the year. He has no choice. Oh well, gotta, yeah, he's, he's sure. got to give him the year. Um, and and you don't Easton's not ready to go. Like that's that's yeah. not direction you want to go. You don't have a real backup here. That makes a lot of sense. Um, you know I know we we on this show are um, big fans of the fact that Cam Newton does not have a job. And we're going to reference that before we're we're done here. I mean, we'll <laughs> we'll definitely check Sports Center and make sure things haven't changed uh, right before we end. But uh, I, you know, somebody somebody else is going to have to play quarterback if he goes down because they're yeah. gonna, they they and they know that. I think they absolutely yeah. they're going to have to make a trade. They're going to have to make a move, do something. Yeah, because because Easton's just not going to be able to carry well, them. And so we're talking about the not good. Carson Wentz has three TDs, one pick, a QBR of thirty eight point six, which is twenty seven. Um, that doesn't win any games, which I don't really hold against him at this point. I know, and that's the hard thing—not right? only who yeah. he's played, but what he's played through. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, and a, oh, a fifty-one percent completion percentage. Eek. Not good. I think that's that not is good. last game. That's that's the last game. Fifty-one percent. Yeah. Well, 
that that game I think definitely fits in that category. But we did have some good football uh, yes. that we will will kind of skate through a little bit. I do have an honorable mention just for bad. Go for it. And it's not even a football game; it's officiating. I just want to give a shout out to bad <laughs> officiating yeah. and horrible missed calls. Uh, the two key examples here, because you could pick a ton of them, probably the most egregious two: the missed delay of game before the, the, the Ravens before the Justin Tucker sixty-six yarder. It was like yep. I counted; it was three seconds. It was negative three it was seconds. Bad. I, w- I was watching it and I was like, "Well, he wouldn't what? have made it if it was seventy-one yards, guys." Yeah, <laughs> no, like, he needed every inch. Yeah. <laughs> And then my other honorable mention is the the no call on that uh, Devontae Adams getting absolutely creamed over the middle. So I'm going to... Which is not helmet to helmet, but it is a defenseless receiver in we, my opinion. So, we, so we, his, Matt so, and I have talked about this one yes, a little bit. We, we so talked about, about this that. one a little bit. And Ward's done it before. He has history of it. So. From... Uh, yeah. Oh, he's a repeat offender? Um, yeah. So... Genuinely, what happened there is, and and honestly, I was terrified of that hit. I felt very bad for him. I I am always going to be um, a person who who feels horrible for guys to get hurt, even when they're jerks. If Indomikasu broke his leg tomorrow, I'd be like, oh, that sucks. Okay, and and it's Indomikasu. Um, but uh, Mister Step on Leg, yeah, Mister, I will break your leg. Um, but genuinely. He went shoulder, and when you watch when you watch his head, you see his head go to the side. He pulls his he pulls his head back. Um, did he intend to literally murder Devonta? I'm sure he did, um, because he is a defensive player and a hard hitting safety. Um, not necessarily the world's biggest reputation for it, because sometimes he knocks himself out when he does it. But uh, but he did go shoulder to upper chest, and then the, and then you see the shoulder go up into the face mask. I watched it on replay a lot of times and you can see it's from a, from a visual standpoint, he clearly went into him as he's taught to. Um, does that result in a good thing for uh, the Packers? No. But what I think was absolute garbage about what did happen, um, I was glad to see Devonta come off the field and not need to come back in and do what he did. Was not glad to see him come back in because that is breaking <laughs> the NFL's uh, concussion protocol. Absolutely. When you take that shot, he's supposed to be off the field for a minimum of 10 minutes in evaluation. In his words, I just got the wind knocked out of me. Cool, bro. <laughs> I was looking into your soul while you were staring at that camera, unable to move your arms. That is a full-on concussion, and he's people. Like, he's, like, he's like, how come you're able to come back? Because I'm, I'm different. different. I mean, and that's, yes. Devontae Adams is sure, different. Sure, I'll give him that. <laughs> But um, I I fold on do expect to hear that there is a uh, investigation into them breaking protocol. Uh, he was with a doctor for no more than eighty seconds and came. It was back like out. next play. That's what surprised me the most. Yeah. I was like eighty really? seconds real time. I mean, obviously time. I'm rooting against the Niners there, but That's, I'm like, yeah, Devontae's back. I, I could not believe he came back into the game and I called foul right as soon as I saw that. I said, no one else is doing that, but nobody. I did think that was. In today's NFL, because like usually that would be like on Jacked Up back in the day on Sports Center that hit, and I'd be like pretty oh, hyped about it. Oh man, that was a great you segment by the way. But uh, in today's NFL, I was like absolutely shocked. Like how it's not helmet to helmet, but I don't know how you don't call targeting and, and on a defenseless receiver in that. But scenario. we would also say that there are several plays that occur every week in the NFL where we don't want targeting being called. Where we we are like, you got to be kidding me. That's a penalty. Let them well, play. Which is what, see it all the time. Which is what surprised me the most. I was like, yeah. if there's going to be anything, it's going to be this and not half the other ones you call. Right. So it's like this the, for consistency sake. That's for, what's the most frustrating. And the problem is it's it's the methodology in which the hit happens. 
that they are calling foul on and not the end result. Yeah. They're not calling end result like, hey, you clearly tried to take his head off. Uh, no, they're saying you can try and take his head off, but only this way. Yeah. And as long as you do that, we're not going to call the penalty. So I don't think it's a missed call or a bad no call. I think the NFL continues to need to evolve how it assesses um, uh, the, the hits that do take place on the field and, uh, and continue to look at that from a, a competitive standpoint. Is that fair in, in all aspects of the game? And are you honoring the tradition if you take those hits away and um, still showing that you're concerned with player safety? There's a lot of good questions there. It's legal, but is it right? And I think that's more the dividing line. Yeah. But but I will say that I think the refs did a good job in terms of how they called it because they called it to a T. They clearly saw that he led with shoulder. New York did not stop play and they kept moving it. And, and that's what you got to do. And and they came on. as. Uh, but if you want to call foul on that game, uh, Muhammad Sanu did not catch that ball. 100% did not catch <laughs> that ball. I'm a 49er fan Oops. all day. Uh, back in the day, Jerry Rice also fumbled right before T.O. Ca- catches that ball in the end zone against the Packers. Um, but uh, I also Mohamed Sanu did not catch that ball. You can see there's unnatural movement that did not come from his hands, but in problematically in all the shots that they had, they could only see the dark underneath there and they could not see what altered the ball technically. So therefore they have to call it by the rules of the NFL. So if you were watching that game and you're wondering why the heck did they not make this call? That's why they didn't see it. Yeah. And fortunately for officials, like we're still getting a ton of really good football games to take away from some yeah. of their horrible missteps. So, you know what? Overall, the product is not terrible. Grant, you had one more thing before we move on from this. Yeah. I, so this is going back to the Seahawks Vikings game. And I just want to address a situation. Grow up, Seattle fans. Seriously. Every week after a loss, you guys come and you complain and you complain. You say we need to fire everybody. Russell Wilson's an awful quarterback. Grow Is anybody up. saying that? Yes. People, I, I'm on Seahawks Twitter. I follow all like the re- Seahawks reporters and the fans, and I follow like the Seahawks like topic on Twitter. And they all say these, these, these outrageous things, and they do not realize how lucky the Seahawks franchise is. Like the Seattle franchise is the Super Bowl. We've won a Super Bowl. We have one of the greatest quarterbacks in the league right now. The best quarterback your franchise has ever had. Oh, absolutely. And pro- arguably the best coach, too, we've ever had. And so, um, with that's that, fair to say, yeah, yeah. And so, with that being said, grow up. There are teams who have never made the playoffs in the last twenty years. There are teams who have never won a Super Bowl. And I am tired of you guys complaining and complaining every time you lose. Yes, we have high expectations. Yes, Ken Norton is not doing a great job. Yes, Trey Flowers is the worst player <laughs> in franchise history. But at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, grow up. We'll figure it out. We're a great team. So. Knock it off. I'm so tired of this. Every week, it's, we're the worst team in the, in the league. We're awful this. We're awful that. Uh, I, saw, I, saw, I, I saw a Jets fan. I saw a Jets fan wear, wear a shirt that had the acronym, just endure uh, the suffering. Okay? We are not suffering. Yes, we have a hard schedule up ahead. We will figure it out. And Russ, we trust. Stop complaining. It drives me insane. Imagine okay. what they would have been saying if Russ would have actually left this offseason. Oh, man. Yeah. And it's, it, it just shows, well, they wouldn't shows, be talking. They wouldn't be there. Exactly. It, it, it's so, I'm just it's so, saying. It's so frustrating to see such fake fans. Yeah. Like, it, and I know that that's definitely like a joke that runs around, but like, um, about with Seattle, especially in you know the Pacific Northwest. But you guys are fake fans. Uh, stick with your team, and uh, yeah, that's that's all I got to say. I'm so tired of it. Grow up. There's some heavy frustration. There was also some hilarity 
um, in the broadcast as I was watching in the third quarter. Trey Flowers is sitting there arguing with I don't even know who you're. Deshaun Shed. Yeah, he's he's arguing with Shed on the sideline, and he's just blah 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 blah. And Shed looks at him, and he literally just shakes his head, points at something, and I, who's calling that game? Do you remember? Uh, your guys' game? Oh no, I don't. Uh, I remember who it was. It was some. Yeah, it was. It was remember, so it's a regional coverage game, but uh, literally they go. You know, uh, Shed actually might want to consider taking Flowers out of the game. He's now been beat seven times in a row. Yeah, so he was. He went <laughs> seven for seven, gave up four first downs, seventy-six yards, and a touchdown. All on every single time they threw to Trey Flowers, there was a catch. He's awful. Time for Sidney Jones, but also our passing games coordinator was out, so Deshaun Shed was coming into play because he had he was sick or something like that. Um, it's time for Sidney Jones. We're time to Trey Flowers needs to go. Pete Carroll, stop being loyal to players for no reason. Who aren't good and aren't loyal to our franchise? Because I don't understand how that guy's doing. You're just I don't understand. At least you have Jamal Adams to lock down the secondary. <laughs> yeah, <and he> just... <laughs> yeah, we are a good team. I do have faith, and for Seattle fans that are watching, sure. I do have faith. I think we're just getting our bad games out of the way first. You yeah. should be dropping at the end of the season. You, you guys have the worst first nine game schedule yeah. in the league, um, and and that's lost, absolutely true. We lost to the Giants last year. Okay, like we'll yeah. every Stuff everybody happens. drops games, and yep. the Vikings are a good team. Uh, yeah, so they are a good team. But grow up, Seattle fans. I'm tired of it. Grow you up. heard it here. Grow up, Seattle fans. And I know fans. that I've probably just gained some fans who, and that's who, the hate, who hate huh. the Seahawks. I'm sure I just gained some fans there who You're, hate the Seahawks. Players. It's totally fair. Um, but, yeah. but the honesty is appreciated. It is. I think uh, to touch on the good games uh, from this week uh, before we exit here and we get into our other stuff, um, obviously we touched on the Chargers-Chiefs. That was a great game, uh, neck and neck all the way through. Uh, some other candidates for good games. I mean, I, I would put the Rams Bucks in there. The Rams pulled game. away. It was a, it was a two score um, game, but still. Obviously, the 49ers Packers game was a great game uh, as a whole. Horrible first half, but a great <laughs> game. Uh, the Raiders Dolphins was insanely entertaining. Didn't we're not spending enough time there. But the game of the week comes down to a game that neither team hit twenty points because a record was set by the goat. And I'm going to call him the goat kicker. Uh, I don't in, have any disagreement. In Justin Tucker, who is a mammoth uh, of a kicker and uh, a right leg of steel and brawn and solid gold. Because um, he hit a 66-yarder for a new NFL record. Hit Let's go. the uprights and pop through a positive in perfect doink. fashion. It was a, it was a, it was a never. Ha- only Justin was, Tucker gets the, the positive the, doink. It was the ultimate crossbar challenge. Oh, it was beautiful. He literally, did you see was, the refs look up? They never look up that long, and they were like, "Oh, cruddy, uh, made okay, it. we're okay, good." Yeah, it yeah. was like wow. so graceful too, because I was like, "No way, he oh. makes it." It's right down the middle, then it hits the bar, and then just like lays into the net and oh, rolls it was down. Beautiful. And I was like, "Oh, Absolute. Jared Goff." I feel like even I feel like even Lions fans, man. yeah, that's a heartbreaking yeah. loss. You know, ends on a field goal. Did you see but, Dan Campbell? Of oh, course, that of poor course guy. That happens to Detroit too. But oh. I mean, but like, I mean, as a if I was a Lions fan, I would have loved to just witness an NFL record be broken Which, against oh, you. Oh, hold on, this <laughs> against, against you. Yeah, yeah. But we, still, we, I still would have been like, I, I mean, that's we, that really sucks. But I mean, we yeah, yeah, we're gonna lose. It took a record. NFL. It took a record to beat them. Oh, uh, what, what's the what's the more heartbreaking ending? The sixty-six yarder or the 49ers losing? After uh, only leaving thirty-seven up on the clock to Rogers, I'm going to okay. say the sixty-six yarder just because it's like because think about it, Justin I mean, Tucker literally changed the- how he kicked the ball. He had to like take a short hop and do it like a kickoff yeah. just to get enough leg. But and but his thing too, I mean, and he beat the record by two yards. I yep. mean, and the thing is too, I'm I mean, you're a Niner fan, right? I mean, you're not that surprised that the Packers could beat you guys. I mean, 
I was Honestly. really surprised they won that game. Okay, well, with after, no after we scored with 37 okay, yes, left, I was you, really surprised yes, they won okay, the game. Yes, okay, but I'm just saying overall, if you were to say... But to with, be... You're right, you're right. To be more fair, I am much more surprised that Justin Tucker well, made that and we're goal. forgetting about the 4th and 19 before oh, the true. kick. That's true. That yeah. they converted. And then on top of that, you have good the call. no call on the delay of game. Yeah, that that's should have been there. Call. And then you lose to a kick that shouldn't have happened anyways. And then it's a record-breaking kick in... <laughs> In your home stadium. Yeah. You know, that, that's And you're totally trying to fair. finally win a game, and you're like, we're beating the Ravens. Let's totally go. Totally fair. I'll take, I'll, I'll, I'll take that one back. Um, but I will say it's, a, it's at least a fair question. Um, but, uh, man, what an awesome job by Justin Tucker. Oh, that, for so me, made, it the moment of, made the moment of the weekend. And then um, there was that fan... There was the fan that's getting a tattoo every time his Ravens win. And <laughs> yeah. he got so tattooed when the Chiefs, when they, when they lost, when the Chiefs. If you haven't seen that. Uh, it'll be on our Instagram. You can check our Instagram. Uh, we're we're going to post a photo of that tattoo. I think we should do a weekly update. If when they win, <laughs> just post that guy's. If we can somehow find it. Because it just was posted on a. I don't yeah. know, NFL we'll snag it. Even if we just got a screenshot that, we'll put it up. It's pretty awesome. Um, it's, it's a great but, tattoo. It's yeah, called dedication. I was sitting yeah. here at home <laughs> watching that. And that was like. Other than like, I usually, you know, get pretty hyped for Rams moments, especially when Cooper Cup does something. But I was watching that and I was like literally in shock. I was like, oh, are you yeah. kidding me? Because I'm like expecting like, oh, he's going to line up and just like whatever. But then I'm like, oh, no, of course, Justin Tucker of all people is going to knock this out. I'm like, Couldn't I've never. Believe it. That's like put it into perspective. That's like if somebody like, OK, say we're we're Blazers guys. So like say Damian Lillard inbounds the ball with like a second and a half from the other basket and makes like a three quarters court shot to win a game it's like you don't see those kind of shots going in winning well, games no I, I think too we're especially excited because there's no one more deserving of holding no. that record everybody and, loves and that was for 50 in a row yeah in that scenario for 50 in a row really yeah yep that was 50 wow. in a row wow yeah, I mean, no one's more deserving of that record. Yeah, no, and 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 I first I think ballot Hall of Famer. In my Justin my Tucker. opinion, that that solidifies him for me as the goat kicker. I, mean, I had no him for seven years in a row as my fantasy kicker, and yeah. rarely was I pulling that guy out of the lineup. Vinatieri's probably had more like big time kicks, sure. But when you're thinking about like, if I wanted to pick a kicker, just well, but also out of anybody, absolutely. Ever, Accuracy, yes. well, well, leg, Adam, everything. Adam Vinatieri has missed some crucial ones too. Yeah, but, he, but he's also played twenty. Yeah, he also played until he was like eighty. Yeah, I mean <laughs> his his leg was just going. Period. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I, it's totally valid. Like he makes the big ones, but it's it, he is. I, I'm if all Tucker the was there. He would have made him. Tucker, <laughs> in in my opinion, and and I know he has not had the opportunity. Tucker is the Brady of kickers. Okay, Vinatieri is the Brett Favre of kickers. Mm, okay. Does it in the moments that matter, and you love them. Okay. I like that a lot. But I, uh, but but Tucker well just is flat out awesome. Well done. Um, I love. I don't and know why. But I, I think love everyone kickers. should hate and, that I just compared kickers to quarterbacks. And, but that's and, fine. and the man sings opera. What? Yeah, you don't know that Tucker I, sings opera. Yeah, dude, and it's apparently is really good. I saw this hilarious because I saw the also clip of check him Instagram for that video. That's uh, coming. <laughs> there, was, there was a hilarious thing where I was like, Rave or Lions fans were like, oh, at least I can escape like the pain of like this loss in church, and then all of a sudden it's like Justin Tucker like in church singing opera. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. That's uh, yeah, the man of many talents. That, well, that had me hyped for a while. There you go for the good, the bad, and the ugly. That only took us like thirty-five minutes to get through. 
Um, but uh, there was a lot a, of good, bad, and ugly this week. Yeah, there was a lot of each. Um, well, moving on, uh, we're going to do our fantasy football check-in. I did not have a great week. Uh, I've been slaughtering. Uh, I'm going to exclude, and I've been talking about four teams. I'm going to exclude one of them. I did win in, on that one, um, but I realized that the, the league is uh, quickly becoming non-competitive, so I don't want to brag or bring to the table something uh, that is not really worth discussing, and I'm probably going to win that league if I just uh, stay in there, to be honest. It's pretty mm. bad. Um, but I did go one and two this week. I had a close one uh, and then a not so close one. Shout out to my buddy Kyle, uh, who dropped me by 30 points. Uh, I had a I just had a mediocre week as one of those like everybody's going to get me 10 points. Nobody's going to do anything great other than I have Zeke. Um, he was my only uh, real uh, heavy on that team this week. But yeah, yeah, it wasn't my best week, but uh, I've got some good matchups coming up in week three. And uh, I'm looking forward to bouncing back. How'd you guys do? I went two and I went two and two, um, which is what I've gone every single week. I've gone two and two. Uh, this time though, I won in the leagues that I'm kind of that are more competitive. So I'm I'm glad for that. Did you win in the B? Yeah, I finally got my win okay. in the B league. There you go. Um, I got it pretty handedly. Um, but I am currently uh zero and three in our church league that all three of us are in. Um, rocking last place there, loving it. Our bosses now beat both of us. Uh, yes, he, he does not watch any football games that the 49ers are not playing in. Still, in my defense, this was an auto-drafted team because I didn't realize the draft was happening when it was. Yeah, for you, band practice. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm rocking 0 and three. I'm stand. I'm you know I'm standing alone. So <laughs> I'll 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 take that. Which is just it's so weird because I have like a really solid team. I've got you know I've got Robert Woods. I've got uh, Woods DK. has not been targeted that much this year. Though, I know cup going off. I know, and that's kind of was a bummer because usually a lot I have of times, him in one wide leagues too. Yeah, um, but I mean, it's on paper, it's a good team. They just haven't been, del- they've had tough, my teams of, my players have had tough matchups, and so they haven't gotten, a lot of them haven't hit their projected points. Um, but yeah, I, I'm two and two, but again, also nothing crazy. No one really popped off. I did bench James Robinson for um, someone else, and that was a, a bummer because James Robinson has done nothing until, of course, week three. And then you got like 22 points, and then my guy started, oh, I started uh, Tyson Williams from the, Ravens. Yeah. Who got two points? Oops. Yeah. Who averaged, who, who, who got like 10 one week and then like 16 the next. And everyone was saying he's like the touch favorite because he was. And then now, now and everyone's like out on Tyson Williams, um, which I probably am too now. That's where I'm at. Nothing <laughs> yeah. too exciting. But um, I did not do too hot this week either. Mm. Um, I'm mainly only focused on my money league because that's like my expert mode 14 team Ugh. fantasy league. Um, Last week I lost because Dak Prescott did not throw a touchdown. Yeah, like eight points. This week I lost because outside of Dak Prescott, none of my players scored touchdowns. <laughs> really? Yep. Joe Mixon, no <laughs> touchdown. Kenyon Drake, no touchdown. Robert Woods, no touchdown. That was uh, a bummer that KJ Drake didn't or, get it. Uh, Osborne. With Jacobs out. Yeah, with Jacobs out, you would have thought Drake would get yeah, the touchdown. Yeah, I know. I put him as my RB2 this week. Yep. Uh, but uh, yeah, Osborne, no touchdowns. Travis Kelsey didn't even have a touchdown. My, my sneaky pick, and I talked to you about this, Matt. Cordero Patterson, I put in as a flex. Actually, had a good week. He had 16 points for me. Hey, I told you that, that was a good. Go. That was a good one. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I picked him up in one of mine. And then because he can play running back and wide receiver, he yeah. And, he and Atlanta both. loves him. Apparently, he's yeah. He, Matt Ryan does. Yeah, yeah. he's. I think he's I the number two quick. receiver right now. Yeah, he's a uh, ninth overall in ESPN uh, for his position. Wow. Um, and then um, I didn't even leave. Like I left some points on the bench. Like I was not going to start Ayuk 
at any point this year until he did something and he finally did something. Yeah, he got a touchdown. Um, and then um, Sonny Michelle actually did all right. He had almost 11 points for me. But then, he had like 20-something t- touches. Yeah, he, mid, he was our like number one back all yeah. week. Uh, and then you see the his one, block? His yeah, his like yeah. His, oh, yeah. His block that on that that um, blitzing safety or whatever. What really hurt me too, and again, like there's you can't really see this coming. Jacoby Myers, who I had on the bench, had eighteen and a half. Yeah. Um, and so if anybody, if yeah. any of my players score touchdowns, I win. Or if I play those two guys, then it's like really close. So yeah, I was like, whatever, man. Like I needed like forty points out of Dak in order to try to win. Well, I'm, I, uh, I will say my only good move of the week was that I have uh, I have Cousins and Murray on one team, and I started Cousins over Murray, so I got the extra seven points. That was my, that nice. was my, that was my solid move game. of the week. It wasn't my only good move, but that was my best move of the week. Yeah. And I, that was actually the one where I, I ended up getting my win, so um, I, was, I was excited about that. And I, I think I only won by like uh, six. So that, there's your differential. Nice. But uh, all right, we're moving in to would you rather? I'm going to hand it over to Jameson. We've got a couple of good ones here. I, like I don't even know if you guys have looked at these yet. But I have. I, I caught a quick glimpse. I just wanted to kind of be generally aware, but I didn't really I think about them all that much. I, I love the first I, one. I, I want to make the decisions here. I didn't want to make them before. Yeah. Yeah. My, right. The first one's my here. favorite. All right. So uh, I'll direct this one to you first, Grant. Oh, come um, on. <laughs> Would you rather have Justin Fields or Zach Wilson as your team's QB? <laughs> okay. I think I, I feel pretty confident in my decision. I have a good point. I think I take Fields because Fields has shown flashes of doing good things. I have seen almost nothing impressive with Zach Wilson. Week one. Week one was two solid. and one. No, yeah, yeah. yeah two we, and one with two fifty. Yeah, yeah, week one. But like the athleticism, I think okay. the dual threatness, I think, again, uh, James, you kind of alluded to it that Justin Fields was asked to be Andy Dalton and not Justin Fields. Yeah. Um, and so I think that really just was a sour taste. But I mean, we've seen, I've seen him do some impressive stuff, especially running the football. Um, I know it's in the, even in the preseason. That's really what I'm thinking about. Really, we've got a good sample size of him was a preseason, but he was very, he was very impressive in the preseason. Uh, I would take Justin Fields, I think, just because you have more dynamic, you, you can probably do more. And, and so again, I guess ask more of this question: Is this for the year? Is this to start a franchise? It's your a team's quarterback right now. Okay. Yes, Good. I would take Justin Fields. Um, I actually, I'm going to go Oppo. I would take Zach Wilson, uh, and not because uh, he looks like a 14 year old uh, in a man's body, because <laughs> uh, he does. He does. Uh, and he, you know, he looks like he's going to give you those extra years of youthfulness. Um, but I, I think he's just a pure passer who is on a bad team with a lot of bad options, and they're trying to figure out what he can do. Uh, you know, he got thrown to the fire. Him and Trevor Lawrence and me are in the same boat. They're both good players on really bad teams yeah. uh, that need to figure it out. I think eventually um, Zach Wilson's going to find himself not playing for this team. I'm just being honest. I said that the second he was drafted. I was like, I love Robert Sala, but that same organization with, sucks. Same with Darnold. Kind and, of the same. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think he's going to be wishing out the, the same way, but I think I think he may put his foot down and say, I'm not resigning. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, I, I like Zach Wilson just because I feel like he's got the talent as a passer and fields, uh, and it's not a bad thing in the NFL now. You tailor offenses around guys. I get it, 
Um, but but I think Wilson's got the ability for sure to play at the NFL level as a throwing quarterback. And I think sure. that's still a little bit up in the air with Fields. But that's my only difference. I just I love the. I, will, I, I think this was a stroke of genius. I'm just saying for a would you rather segment. I, I just yeah. love that. one. Well, and I'm gonna go back a little bit. I mean, for years Justin Fields was heralded as like the number right right behind Trevor Lawrence for years when he was in high school, yeah. when he was in college, and then for some reason, and then just Zach Wilson appeared. His last year and threw like 30-ish, 31, 32 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So we've we've seen Justin Fields in college for a long period of time do what we think he's gonna he would do. And for Zach Wilson, it was one year, one really good year in college. And so for me, I'm taking who we've seen for years be yeah. yeah. For fun, for fun. Would you would either of you guys take uh Joe Burrow over the two right now? I would take Joe Burrow over both of those two guys combined. For sure. Yeah. Because yeah, okay. he's he's been in the NFL, and we've seen that he yeah. can play e- in the NFL, even with a new knee. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because we because we've we've oh. seen Joe Burrow can, be successful in the like be be good. Sure. In the NFL. If it was anything other than a knee, like a lower body injury, like if it was an Achilles, maybe not. But I feel like today's day and age, like you blow out a knee, like you're. I mean, Tom Brady blew out his knee however many years ago, and he's still like yeah, basically had a better career post knee surgery than he did. Pre- right. So. Yeah. Now, granted, that's not Brady, so. Um, I, this one's actually really tough. If it was right now, just for the sake of like, we're in week three, who would you rather have? I would rather take Justin Fields, but I am going to say this. The Jets are just that bad. And if I'm thinking like, if I want to have somebody moving forward, if you have to ski, like if you're only going to be successful in a certain scheme, like Justin Fields would be, I think then it's a little bit tougher to be like, that's my guy. Because unless you have that and unless it's rolling, which we've seen with guys like Lamar, when you have to throw the football when it matters in Cam the playoffs, Newton. Cam Newton. Um, I mean, who doesn't Cam have a job? Newton, Cam it? Newton in his MVP year, it's like you're not really going to get much. Like that's the peak level of performance that a guy like Justin Fields could have, but yeah. it's not sustainable. And unless you are in that specific scenario where you have a coach that's going to scheme just for you, you're not really going to last very long. Um, so I would actually go Zach Wilson, even though I think Justin Fields is like a more talented football player. Uh, you have to more be able to throw. Athlete. Yeah, you have to be able to throw the football. Yeah. Um, not that he can't. It's just, you know, you have to have that pocket passing ability. You get bad habits when you are like that athletic as a quarterback. Sometimes, kind of like Lamar is having, you make that first read. If it's not there, you're just going to run. You don't yeah. adapt, and that's not good for longevity. So, yeah, perfect. That's what I would have. Uh, I'll start you off with this second one here. Matt, this is another good one, by the way. Um, not to you know blow smoke, but these are good ones. Uh, Justin Jefferson. Would you rather have Justin Jefferson or Stephon Diggs as your wide receiver one? Um, I, I will be a real sharp truth teller here. I have never liked Stephon Diggs. Uh, and uh, I was a massive fan of Justin Jefferson and cried some small tears when the 49ers did not select him and took Kinlaw instead. I was so glad. Um, I was so glad. It's a beautiful day in sports. I I understand what Stephon Diggs is. I understand he's a game changer uh, with his speed and route running. Mm -hmm. Uh, And certainly he makes some great catches. Don't get me wrong. Uh, But from a consistency standpoint, and he can do it all, Justin Jefferson. I, I love Justin Jefferson. He's he has already taken 
uh, over the, as wide receiver one with the Vikings and beat out an all pro in Adam Thielen in that regard. He's just broke Randy Moss's rookie record for yards. Bingo. Dude's just going to get better. I mean, I, I, I love him. So I'd, I'd take Justin Jefferson. Um, and, and I would say that if they were both sophomores in the NFL right now too, like, you know, put, I'm not putting that on him just because of the years that Stephon Diggs already has on him. I just think he's going to be better. Uh, overall, when when all said and done, I think Jefferson's just a better wide receiver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I have a I, I legitimately was trying to find, figure out way because I'm 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 Justin Jefferson as well, but I was trying to find reasons to like disagree, but there's not really ones. Uh, yeah, okay. I agree with all the same. Ways. I would take Je- I would take Jefferson as well. I will say something interesting. This is one of the one of the trades of the last like ten years that I think that both teams like got what they needed mm-hmm. in their trades because yeah. you know the Stephon Diggs trade, the number one. Pick that's who the Vikings got with Justin Jefferson, and that's a win-win. Yeah, it's a win-win trade, which you don't see very many of those. I think both teams are very happy with with that trade. Um, I don't see really big losers there, but yeah, I mean the years. Um, I think yeah, the the how quickly Justin Jefferson has stood out. It, it took Stephon Diggs a couple of years, a couple of years from being like, yeah, he's a he's a he's a wide he's a receiver number two who can have some upside and things like that. It took him a while to to you know be be bona fide number one, and. Justin Jefferson, it took him, what, four games last year? Right. So, um, yep. I'm going to agree, and I I do really love Stephon Diggs because I, I, growing up playing wide receiver in football, I really am, like, attracted to great route runners. That's just, like, one of those things where I watch that, and it's like, when somebody has good basketball fundamentals, you're like, yes, Tim Duncan, let's go. And then if you, you watch, got that in your dating profile, by the way, Jameson is a single man. I, I, if you can uh, run you routes, are, hit me up. Yeah, um, you, <laughs> very attracted to route runners. Well, host like a a, a bachelor esque kind of segment on the show. <laughs> yeah, can, like, su- yeah. we'll do a sub- YouTube live sometime. Well, submit your but, your route like, running ability. Like Aaron Rodgers said, football is romantic. Yeah, but um, but wow. I mm. really really like route running. But here's the here's my metric here. Two players that I really like. Um, Randy Moss and Brandon Cooks. Who is Stefan Diggs closer to in that conversation? I think he's more of a Brandon Cooks. I really love Brandon yeah. Cooks. Played for the Beavers. He's got you know Super Bowl pedigree. Very for the underrated. Rams. Only twenty eight years old, by the way. Yeah, a thousand year seasons with he's, every he's team very, he's gone to. Very, very good. But about to break in the top fifty in uh, yards in his career. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and he's he's great. Obviously, he has like some health concerns, yada yada. But he's a little bit closer to that. And if you're looking at uh, Jefferson here, is he closer like a Randy Moss type, or is he closer to like a Brandon Cooks kind of guy? And obviously, Randy Moss is like a pantheon receiver. But when I watch him play, I'm like, there are things about him not only just like you know playing for the Vikings and beating Moss's record and that kind of stuff, but there's just like this upside there. Um, the kind of gift that he has that not a lot of guys have. Yeah. I, and I, I agree. I think the difference though, Je- Jefferson's a bigger body, obviously yeah. Randy's one of the skinnier dudes to play yeah. a position in the history of the game. But Randy was a position guy. Like he, he moved himself in such a way that he was not going to take the big impact. Yeah. He, he did not run over the middle a ton as a wide receiver, but he was a phenomenal sideline receiver. So it didn't yeah. really matter. I think there are some style differences, but I agree. 
when it comes to the end result in the game, is Jefferson's numbers going to be more like a Randy Moss where it's less catches, bigger yards? Yeah. Sure. Is he going to have the higher per catch average? Absolutely. Yeah. Not that Cooks is actually that uh, that short when you look at it, but he's, the, he's uh, not. some of his is just straight up yak, though. Yeah. He, Whereas Randy Moss was jumped to the point, comes exactly, out with the ball. Exactly. So lot. it's different types of receivers. Yeah. But when you're asking, like, who would I rather have right now? Uh, obviously, yeah. it depends on personnel. Still, you know, if you're going to have a dink and dunk quarterback, obviously you're going to take a guy who can oh, probably see, I, dink I, and dunk. I'm going to disagree on that. I think Jefferson's enough of an all around. I'd take Jefferson re- regardless of the situation I'm in. I, I think he's a better wide receiver to the extent that I would take him. Diggs, Diggs is a uh, Diggs can sure play underneath, but he's a more of a streak receiver mm-hmm. and beats you with the speed. Jefferson can beat you with the speed, but plays over the middle. I think he just fits into more offenses. Yeah. Diggs, Diggs is a little bit more over the top. I think any any team in the NFL would be glad to have both. Oh, absolutely. I think that, oh, sure. That, you know, that's why we're spending so much time yeah. on this, would you rather? Because it is close. Yeah. I, I just like Justin Jefferson's upside a little bit more. Sure. Sure. And it's good. That's that's all I have to say about that. All right. Uh this one I actually <laughs> I know this, this is probably, easy to me. Yeah, this this one I already know what Matt's gonna pick uh-huh. too, probably. Yeah, you do. Uh, would you rather listen to Joe Buck or Chris Collinsworth? I'll let I'll let Grant take that first. Uh whoever I listen to, Chris Collinsworth easily. I despise Joe Buck so much. He is boring. He has n- he adds nothing of value. He hasn't played the sport, so he again, nothing He's of, a baseball guy. of nothing of value. Yeah. His voice is just this monotone drab. Ugh, I don't like him at all. And also and because the Saints win the game. Yeah, his only good one was something that actually Jameson and I said earlier yeah. is the Diggs sideline touchdown. That's easily by far his best call he's ever didn't, made. Didn't add too much to it. Nope. Let, let it ring at the end. Let yes. the skull chance come through. That's, that's his only good thing he's ever Magnum done. Opus. Yeah. That and also how we make fun of the. That is just a despicable act <laughs> yeah. by Randy Moss. Two, that is an absolute. Yeah. Twice, twice I've listened to this. The Red Sox and the Red Sox win. Yes. <laughs> that's literally it. And and like I, and so so to he me, wins awards every year for his announcing. I, I like don't he's get literally it. the most decorated live broadcast announcer in the history of broadcast announcers. And that's I'm not joking. And that makes me like aggressively angry. It's so bad. And so, and so for that, I don't like it. Also, because I've just listened to him so much because he's on Fox. Yeah, and Seahawks games are on Fox. Yep. So it's like every other game. America's is, game of the week is Troy Aikman and Joey Buck. Troy Joey Aikman Buck. and Joe Buck. Buck. So to me, that's an easy one. Um. Because also, I feel like there's no chemistry with Troy, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. Because I have to look at it too as who else am I getting in that yeah, same way. Yeah. And so there's also just no chemistry. I'd rather watch paint dry than listen to the two it, of them. To me, like Aikman is boring as a color guy. He is, but he's not that bad. Yeah, and I, he does like bring Aikman. up a lot of relevant things. Yeah, but um, I cannot stand listening to Chris Collinsworth because of his voice and the fact that he says the same crud. Now over here's a guy. I want to <laughs> literally throw things. That is fingernails on a chalkboard to me when he says that. Al Michaels, good play-by-play guy. Yeah, puts a little bit. Uh, uh, if you don't like your play-by-play guy to have a little bit of color, then you you won't like Al Michaels as much because he does put a little bit of color yeah. into his play-by-play for sure. Uh, similar in fashion ish to the way Mike Tirico did. A lot of people complain about Mike Tirico talking too much. I like um, but yeah, I, uh, yeah, but good. but Collinsworth, in my opinion, is incredibly biased. Uh, yeah. compares himself to players way too often way too often <laughs> and uh and genuinely is biased when i say that towards the position of wide receiver yeah he complains about defenses constantly 
and I genuinely turn off the sound when I listen to him. When we started this, we introduced ourselves a little bit. We talked about things we we do and don't do. And I said, I hate listening to most announcers. Collinsworth is at the top of that list for me. When NBC gets the Super Bowl, I I will I will find an alternate do they broadcast. Get it this year? Whenever they do, when if if they do, whenever they do, I will literally just hate that Super Bowl. Even if the 49ers playing it, I'm going to despise that might. Super Bowl. I have to look it up. So I wish it was another CBS. Super do Bowl. not do not care for the Collinsworth. Um, it was yeah, it was CBS special because we we're all super stoked because it was Brady versus Mahomes with Tony Romo. And, right, and yeah. and while and while we're on this, we we know some people that complain about Tony Romo. If you were complaining about Tony Romo, <laughs> you know who you are, and you, you <laughs> do know who you are. But um, you clearly do not understand football in and of itself. And you are a fan of your team and you love your team. Tony Romo breaks down football in the moment better than just about anyone. He breaks it down before the moment. Seriously. There we go. And and he he can tell you based on scheme and setup where a lot of things are going. I have seen him oopsie with, with certain coaches uh, quite often, actually. Uh, the, the 49ers are a scheme team. And he has not figured out Kyle Shanahan yet. So when I watch him announce that games, I also notice that he does not try and guess what the play is all that often. He's more trying to figure out if it's play action uh, or if it's going to be a run than he is necessarily what's going on. But I, I don't understand how you cannot like Tony Romo if you are a football fan and you understand the game. Yeah. Um, uh, I might be the odd man out here when I don't actually mind these guys as much not that i would like look forward like let's go we got a joe buck or chris collinsworth game tonight i would much rather have any of the other you know duos that we have out there on prime time um maybe not espn espn doesn't have great stuff i listen to the manning broadcast Um, manning broadcast that bt dubs yeah by the way uh to reverse 15 minutes that's my good (laughs) and the good and the bad and the ugly is the manning broadcast absolutely amazing awesome um but i i don't mind them as much i I might take Chris Collinsworth just because like you said, Aikman is already kind of, I I like Aikman, but he's already kind of boring on his own. And when you compare him with Joe Buck, who also doesn't really bring much to the table, it's like, I'll take Al Michaels, you know, I like like him. So um, they're not, great picks either way. So it's just like the lesser of two evils. And maybe it's fair. Um, We should, we should included the duo. Yeah. I think maybe that helps you make the decision. Yeah. Um, I get that. But, um, you know, uh, I definitely agree with some of the biases there for Collinsworth. That stuff can get a little annoying. Um, but I also, uh, I like watching people do Chris Collinsworth impersonations. So that's oh, good. That's, oh, yeah. that's funny to me. Yeah. Um, so harder to do Joe Buck. He doesn't give you enough. Yeah. <laughs> However, I have seen like have some interviews with, with Joe Buck outside of football. And I do like Joe Buck. It's just like the way he does football games. I just, it's not for me. Well, again, yeah. Matt said earlier, he's a baseball guy. Yeah, he's a baseball guy. Absolutely, he's got a great voice. His his dad was the <laughs> announcer for the Cardinals for years, and uh, St. Louis Cardinals. And uh, you know it, he had that same job, and then got nat- national broadcasting for Fox. Period, and did Saturday baseball, and moved on to doing uh, all things Fox. But anyway, um, I'll explain the next one because I realized I didn't write it out correctly. Uh, next, would you rather is would you take Penn State? Or Oregon right now in a head-to-head game. Oregon ranked number three. Is Penn State number four? Uh, I'll pull it up real quick okay. while Grant kicks us off. So I'm 
torn. Well, and, and I'm putting it on a neutral field so that we don't have to so go. Like, like, a, like, a, bowl, like a bowl game. Yeah, let's call it a bowl okay. game, neutral okay. field, middle of the country, Texas. Okay. Let's just say that. I huge Doug fan. I say I huge Doug fan. I huge I huge Doug fan. Why you? Why you? Why you? Yeah. 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 I want to. I want to see world. Shout out to the office. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shout out to Kevin Malone for that uh, philosophy there. Save the chili. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. to the chili. So I'm a huge Doug fan. Been a Doug fan for forever. Before, like I followed the the Ducks really like religiously before I did the Seahawks even. Um. Uh, we've talked about it. We're not, we're kind of a kind of when you did the contender or pretender thing last week. We're kind of all in on the pretender of Oregon. They are uh, fourth, by the way. Penn State. Penn yeah, State is fourth. So. Um, I, I would take Penn State, and I also kind of made the joke over that I just I've picked them throughout the season, and I'm just going to keep riding with that because they seem to be a more complete team. Not a huge fan of uh, Anthony Brown as quarterback. People who say he's good, he's fine, adequate. Um, yeah, he's fine. Um, but I there, there's no great flashes even that I've seen. Of him, and so for me, I'm taking Penn State. Um, I would take Penn State just because you know I think that Oregon is very generously ranked three, uh, just because they beat Ohio State, Ohio Ohio State team that we think is okay. That that's probably going to end of the year between the 12 and 15 spot. Yeah, right. Um, so I'm going to be this guy. I know what I now said about Oregon. I absolutely still believe it's true. Put them on neutral ground, and I think the Ducks will keep scoring. And I think what one thing that they have shown in the last uh, three weeks in particular, uh, and I'm including the Ohio State game, is that that secondary has two, if not three, guys that are going to be uh, drafted in three rounds. Uh, Williams, uh, Wright, and gonna forget a name. Oh, McKinley um, are all uh, probably first three rounds picks, um, and uh, and have shown. I mean, Williams was the National Defensive Player of the Week this last week, um, and um, and Wright is a shutdown corner. Uh, so, with that defensive backfield, I'm taking Oregon in that game mm. right now. Uh, we're not going to get to see that game, but yeah. <laughs> I would take Oregon in that game right now. And that's not to say that I think that that Oregon is deserving of the three seed. I I know there's got to be better football teams out there. There just has to be because Oregon is not complete, um, and that offense. It, it it will get there, but man, sometimes it it takes a while. It's just a young a young offense. Mm-hmm. Is is it? It you have two senior running backs, you have three senior wide receivers, you have a six year senior quarterback. Is it? I mean, yes, you're not deep and tight end, and you have replaced a lot of offensive linemen. I and I would say the offensive line is younger than and than we are used to because we graduate a lot of guys and playing in the NFL types and killing it at left tackle for the Detroit Lions. Is Penny Sewell. But um, which we may or may not have spoken at length about before this wait, wait, whole wait, thing they started. Draft him? Uh, no, they did not. Oh, interesting. Um, they drafted Jamar Chase. We made fun of a lot, and now he's doing really well. Can't prove us wrong in that respect. <laughs> but uh, no, I think on neutral ground, I'm going to give it to Oregon here. I, I think that they're it, as a Duck fan, yeah, we have high expectations, and you should rip teams like Arizona by more than 20, especially when the line's 28. Um, but. Yeah, I, I I just I think Oregon's getting there. Um, they've got some tougher tests coming up starting this week with Stanford, but yeah. we'll see. Um, I'm not a Duck fan by any stretch, but I think I would also take Oregon here, even though I also agreed last week that they're a pretender. Um, I I pretty much think that anybody that's not Alabama and Georgia that's in the top ten can kind of compete with each other. Bingo. So 
It's fair. Yep. If it was, and it, I mean, you know, like you said, they should have definitely done more work than they yeah. did last week. Uh, the Ducks, that is. But um, that being said, I feel like they're kind of, um, even though they haven't, they're still going to have games coming up where they're going to have to prove it. I feel like they're kind of right and high right now. Um, and again, their defense is, is pretty nasty. Yeah. So uh, I think that's enough on a neutral field. Um, and it's about time for Oregon to like, you know, if this was like a playoff scenario where we're in like, you know, the top four teams, I think it's about time that they, you know, they sneak one in. And it's the one team, like I said, in the top 10, that's not Alabama and Georgia that I think anybody can just, you know, any given day kind of thing. And ultimately, defense is going to win you championships. So, And yeah, like I said, that secondary is playing awesome. Defensive line is not just the Bidos thing enough. Um, it seems like that dude's totally fine with taking half a game off uh, every week. I would really love it if you just play football for four quarters, but that's just me. Yeah. Anyway. So uh, last one here, uh, the uh, would you rather segment is, uh, and I'll I'll point this to uh, you, Grant, here. Would you rather watch golf or soccer? Soccer. Easy. That, that was the easiest one here. I don't really care for golf. The one time I played golf, I almost killed Matt. That's true. Playing golf. Um, I literally almost took off his legs. Like his, I almost broke your kneecap. To describe it, he's <laughs> 20 yards from the hole, and I'm standing next to a tree um, off to the side, way to the left. Yes. Far to the left. Yes, I am in front of him, and yes, for those of you that are golf purists, I understand that I should be even or behind. Um, We're also playing at like a 12-hole course yeah, or something. So it's a nine-hole course. Oh, that one's nine? Yeah, I didn't, that was I nine. didn't know. I, every, everybody that's listening will tell you that uh, all the only golf nine courses are, are nine or 18. Okay. Well, but, um, Grant's learning. It's fine. It's that's fine. Like my first time I've ever played golf and in my own time. Swung, he literally swung like it was 180 yards uh, <laughs> to, to the green. Um, and not even with a pitching wedge, mind you, uh, from that distance. <laughs> and uh, on that thing for 20 yards. It did not clear a total of 15 feet into the air Dude, it, and came and right Matt at my had face. To, Matt had to legitimately dive out of the way. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, and like jump. This I, was the first hole. <laughs> that was my second hit ever of golf. It was good contact, though. I'll give I you mean, that. Yeah. He bladed it, obviously, because he didn't get yeah. under it, but it was good contact. Oh, yeah. absolutely. So yeah, I'm taking soccer. I enjoy watching <laughs> soccer. It's fun. I yeah, I'm taking soccer easily. Um, so I, I I can go both ways here because I genuinely do love uh watching the cup. Um, yeah. And I and and I my my family's from Hungary. We're terrible. Um. So I'm I'm just ever hopeful that we we you know might make the last eight or something like that. That's all I'm going for there. Wow. Um, Not American. But uh, I I do root for USA. I, if they were playing hungry, I would root for the USA. But um, I, and I, and I do watch the Timbers. I like the Timbers. And uh, right now I believe they are in third place um, in, in the standings and uh, are on the up, man. They just scored five goals the other night. In one of those games. That was awesome. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, five to one, I believe was the final in that. But uh, at the end of the day, I, I probably watch golf more regularly, if I'm being honest. And that's just, I played a lot of golf, well, and I, was, I played a lot this year, too. Okay, well, you, you said for you me. watch more golf regularly. But I if do. there was a golf uh, if there was a golf tournament mm. and like a Timbers game. Uh, I'm going to watch Timbers. It's okay, yeah, so that's, 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 what, that's what it's asking. All right, all right. You got me there. Boom. Yeah. So I'll probably be the, uh, the one person in the room that's going to have a different pick then. And it's not because I don't like soccer. It's just, I never played soccer. Soccer is definitely more hype, but I like watching sports where I am like more involved in what's going on. 
And when I don't know half of the rules, I'm like, <laughs> that's fair. Do you know what offsides know- is? Do you know what offsides is in soccer? No. Okay. So okay. it's like, like I don't fair. like once you understand all sides in soccer, I feel like you pretty that's much about the only soccer. big yeah. role there is because like I like I understand like, you know, the passing and I just can't see the game as far as like, oh, here's what they're setting up. Yeah. So that's where I like Watching when I watch shape. Yeah. Like when and, I watch football, yeah. I'm not just watching the quarterback. Understand. When I watch basketball, I'm not just watching the point guard. But right. when I'm watching soccer, I don't know what any of this stuff means other than ball go in goal. That's good. So yeah. and it's very hype. We should, but. I, I have, so I have a really good friend, the soccer coach. I actually have two that are, that are good soccer coaches. And uh, we, we should maybe make an effort at some point on this podcast uh, to learn something. Yeah, because and, I think it's really interesting. In. Like you said, when the cup's on, like I'm going to tune in yeah. because it's like, you know, the Olympics. It's like, I don't know what right. this is, but I'm going to watch it and go USA. But if there was like golf and I, like, I'm not really inclined to watch either of these, but there have been times where randomly, like if I'm sitting there and it's like, there's just a game, like a soccer game over here. And like a golf tournament here, I just find the golf stuff really relaxing. Sure. Mm. And I don't know, there's like the finesse in golf too. I also find to be really interesting. So I'm like, I'm gonna watch golf. And I'm not a golfer. I'm a disc golfer, yeah. but I'm not a golfer. I so I I really feel like golf lost its luster uh, when when Tiger did bad things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now when Tiger came back and won the Masters, that dude, was that, cool. that was like okay. This I was is... so I, I, like I felt good that you like like you guys would have then been paying attention to golf or or that yeah. that would have caught your eye as sports fans at that age that you're both at. And I was so glad that you guys got to experience what I did as a teenager right, and yeah. what made me genuinely love playing golf. Yeah, because I, I, no, I, no, yeah. I have no connection to golf. Right. Yeah. Like, like except for when he came back. Right. I yeah. was like, oh yeah, he's good. He wears the red polo. Like. Yeah. That's, yeah. that, that, that's is, is that gonna is that what football is gonna be like when Tom Brady's gone? Or no. we're all just gonna be super no, stoked that our Mahomes. teams have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's definitely that, but I mean, no, because there's all the great. There's Mahomes, there's Lamar, there's Kyler Murray. Yeah, you've got Justin all Herber. your like year like two through four guys, and then yeah. the lingering like year eleven to fourteen guys, and then there's Tom Brady. Right. So there there'll be a transitionary. I mean, Period yeah, after Tom's when they gone. hit that, Tom Brady will be in year forty three. Because I mean, be... I would have kind of like I had thoughts of the same thing when like Peyton Manning retired. Because I was like, Tom Brady's not going to play until he's you know forty, right? And now right? here, here he still Did is. You say so. that out loud and not knock on wood, you jerk. Did you ruin that for all of us? No, I said play <laughs> until he's forty, and yeah. he's already passed that by four years. So I don't need to knock on wood. Yeah, but I w- I would probably pick golf, and that's only because I want to understand soccer more. So whenever I try to watch it, I'm just like, I I'd. I don't know any of this stuff. So I'm not yeah. gonna... You should. You need to watch it with people who who know, so they can explain yeah. it to you. And plus, soccer has kind of made like a comeback recently. I feel like, well, as far as like too, popularity on I, like social media and everything. I think so yeah, I'm like, oh, I want to sure. know because more now, like, because like you know, in the last like you know six years, the Timbers have won, yeah. have won something. Yeah, we live in a good area for soccer. Well, well, the Sounders. You, ten years ago, ten years ago, NASCAR was the number four sport in the country. <laughs> yeah, NASCAR was. Uh, hockey was number five. And then hockey's another one that I really six. like that I just don't get. You just, but you can't watch it unless you're in person. Yeah, it's, it's hard to check uh, the puck. Unbelievably difficult to watch on I'm TV. I'm super excited that Seattle has a team. I want to go to a game. Yeah, yeah. How much are those tickets? You were just telling me. Oh, uh, I was like uh, two hundo. Yeah, or like yeah. crap. Yeah, it's bad crap seats. Um, but but no, it, that that's what it was ten years ago. You know, NASCAR it, um was was at number four in the country in terms of viewership and attendance and all that and profitability still very popular sport in uh portions of the country mm-hmm. uh particularly obviously the south where it was invented and raised up but um but now f1 s- soccer is now number number f- uh, number four sport in the country most viewed mm-hmm. uh highest sponsorships and attendance 
um, and uh, has overtaken uh, viewership of hockey and uh, NASCAR combined mm-hmm. uh, in the number four slot. So uh, really interesting, uh, you know, to, to watch that kind of grow. But, you know, I mean, uh, it's it's not surprising when you see uh, how they market the product and the fact that we're in the United States, we're a nation of immigrants and other countries love soccer. Yeah. Uh, football. Uh, depending on what country you're from, but uh, yeah, I mean it. It it, it makes sense to the popularity and is a really inclusive sport. Something you can yeah. play when you're young. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really good marketing has brought it to work. Yeah, it's like the kids' sport. I just played basketball, right? Okay, so just out of curiosity, I looked the home opener for the Seattle Kraken uh, starting at six hundred and twenty nine dollars. <laughs> Those are hockey tickets, folks. I watched uh, really bad minor league hockey when I was in Indiana back in February. Um, well, it wasn't that bad. Uh, I went to overtime and then these dudes scored on a three on two breakaway and, uh, three passes. And then this dude just unloads, puts it right between the goalie's legs. I uh, didn't even see it coming. It was awesome. Um, anyway, moving on down uh, as we're pulling up, uh, the top 25 in, uh, uh college football, uh, dear Lord, number two, Georgia. I uh, did some work on Saturday. Uh, <laughs> poor Vanderbilt. <laughs> that was horrible. I'm sorry. Uh, they, the, I mean, Georgia just looked awesome. Just flat out awesome this last week. Uh, there was some shakeup that happened uh, in, in the top 10, which we'll get to in a moment. Uh, checking in on the Pac-12. Uh, Oregon still is in the driver's seats. Uh this this last weekend, uh, something happened though that has not happened in a very long time, and I'm going to highlight it for. Uh, we have a lot of local fans here in, in Oregon, uh, and for Jameson who's sitting in the room with us. Yes, uh, the mm. Beavers took down USC at the Coliseum and did so handily. I mean, I was checking in on that score, watching it. Just this separation continue and then get bigger, and you're like, "What is going on?" I caught the final score, and I was like. Is this real? Like I had to like I closed down my ESPN app and reopened it because like surely this isn't right. Yeah, some intern is getting fired. Why is <laughs> yeah. some intern? Is What's the deal? <laughs> yeah, the yeah that was an impressive win though for the Beavers who had not won in the Coliseum was 19... since nineteen sixty. Sixty. Holy cow! Sixty-one years. Uh, they play in the same conference, folks. They've been playing in the same yeah, conference the whole time. Every one of those sixty-one years, they've played each other, and and with the exception of a few years. So that's that's got to be they they've got to played or had to have played at least twenty-eight games because even on the rotating schedule, pull yeah. them out. So twenty-six or twenty-eight games there. They were zero and twenty-six, zero and twenty-eight, somewhere in that range. Um, down at the Coliseum since nineteen sixty. That's just nuts. Uh, so good for them. Uh, what an improving program. Uh, and uh, their quarter, uh, yeah, their their quarterback Nolan, fifteen for nineteen. I uh, ended up with four touchdowns on the night. I believe I think so. it was at least four. Uh, did have two picks though. Don't like seeing that when you only have four incompletions. I know one was a deflection uh, a little bit, but it was behind the guy. Um, but other than that, had a great game. Uh, that defense kept Slovis down. They were ahead early. And then for uh, Slovis to be passing the game or passing the ball like crazy, I think he had fifty plus tosses. Yeah, and as we discussed earlier, that is the um, absolute great way to lose a football game. But uh, yeah, that that was really cool. And it, it, so a bit of a shakeup. 
USC, who we expected to be a contender, seems to be falling off real quickly after firing Todd Helton, losing at home now to Oregon State and UCLA in the first four weeks. If you would have told me at the beginning of the year that was going to happen, I'd say you were out of your stinking mind. And probably a homer fan of one of those two teams. (laughs) Uh, I wouldn't have told you that. For sure. Uh, Arizona State remains unbeaten as a challenger to Oregon right now. Uh, That game... that. A game between those two, again, will not happen unless uh, they face off in the Pac-12 championship as on the schedule. They are not playing this year uh, in conference. Uh, The Ducks handled Arizona, as we mentioned earlier. Um, And uh, sorry, uh, does anybody have the UCLA Stanford final in front of them? I want to make sure I don't uh, miss that one. I know that was a game. It was supposed to be a game of the week candidate. Uh, in Pac-12, uh, ended up being a uh, broader score yeah, than we so thought. It was, what was uh, the final of that? 35-24 UCLA. Yeah, and UCLA was definitely favored to win that game, but that was kind of the test to see uh, what UCLA is and what Stanford could be, possibly. Stanford appears to be uh, headed to one of those disappointing four or five lost seasons um, and is likely going to play um, upset uh, captain as they like to. Um, they they like love spoiler. beating teams they should not beat. Yeah, they they are very good at at, up, at the upsets, the spoilers. But yeah, uh, th- that's kind of where the Pac-12 is at uh, for the most part. I uh, I know Colorado won this last week. Um, and uh, I, I'm missing one here, Utah. So I'm just I'm just Washington. looking just so you guys all of you guys can kind of get a feel of what's happened. Yeah, over the past week, the biggest jump up was Arkansas. They jumped up eight spots. That was the biggest yeah, jump big up. Yeah, so well, they was a big win. They were at six. Yeah, yeah. it was. So they were I lost at that one. Coming. I lost that one in Pickham. Yeah, yeah, so they they were at sixteen, jumped up to number eight. The biggest drop off, it seems to be at least in the twenty five, uh, is Clemson. They dropped sixteen spots. Yeah, that two and deservedly two. so. Yeah, I he didn't even look like he tried for that ball or wanted. Yeah, we to. talked about that the other day. That yeah. was so bad. I yeah. I I don't even think that that was an attempt. I'm I'm gonna forget the kid's name. Uh, their stud wide receiver at Clemson. Uh, they always have a stud wide receiver, but uh, that fourth and whatever, fourth and nine, where they didn't need to go for the end zone, yeah. uh, and then did he? He literally did not die for that ball. Didn't shoot for the toe drag. Option, I want to see one of those like sports science things where usually they'll be like, "Here's the reach that you know Calvin Johnson can catch a football if it's thrown in this like radius." I want to see like <laughs> the negative version <laughs> yeah. on this where he's like. Here's all the angles he could have caught the ball right. from, and would have loved that on the uh, Emmanuel Sanders no catch in the Super Bowl uh, <laughs> against the Chiefs. But yeah, that that uh, or no attempt mm. the, the when he did not dive. I I lost yeah, my yeah. mind. Oh, that's what you're talking uh, about. Yeah, okay, that's what I'm talking about. I, but, I, I was, I was no, lost there for a second. That that just seemed like a no effort play. But yeah, you can't lose that game to NC State. I know that's an away game that shouldn't have gone overtime. Shouldn't have been close. Again, that offense is not good. We've been talking about it the last couple of weeks. Uh, it's not good at all. Uh, Dabo is going to have a really frustrating year trying to get that thing kick-started uh, going into 2022. Uh, I think that team's going to lose four, if not five. Yeah, their I mean, schedule when you're 2-2 two two this up. early into the season, yeah, they, they're they not getting much easier. That's tough yeah. ACC's wide open right now. Uh, somebody's got to win that. It, is, and, and if they're not good, I think that becomes the worst conference in the country. Yeah, right, of the top else, five, or the major gonna, five. Yeah, then who else is gonna? Who else comes out? <sighs> Bro, I have no idea <laughs> right now. I don't even know if another ACC team is ranked at the moment. Mm, um, so 
I mean, we can go in reverse order. You got Florida at 10, Notre Dame, Arkansas, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, Iowa. Then our top four is Penn State, Oregon, Georgia, and Alabama. None of those are ACC teams. Nope. Um, yeah, there again, there was some shakeup this last week uh, in the uh, uh, top 10, though. Uh, Oklahoma, again, dropped despite winning a game. That they dropped two spots. They did. They dropped two spots. They have uh, gone from three down to six, correct? Yep. In the last two weeks. Penn State uh, jumped up two. Yeah, deservedly so. six now to four. Yep. yep. That which makes perfect sense. Um, I know we had Notre Dame cracked into the top ten. Didn't A and M lost, so they're yeah, gone. Yeah. yeah, so they they dropped eight spots. They were that was seven. the Arkansas loss, right? Yep. 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 They lost to Arkansas um, at uh, Cowboy Stadium. By the way, Jerry Jones had a fantastic weekend yes, at his did. at My his man. stadium. Yes, he um, did. Arkansas, his alma mater, wins in his stadium. And then his Cowboys win on Monday Night Football against a rival. Very, yeah. very handedly. Uh, so happy for him. Oh, no. What would I he have done if his teams would have lost? Wanted him to lose oh, both no. those games. Cry at home uh, in his uh, chopper. Oh, no. He would have had $100,000 million. As it put. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, uh, uh, but, yeah, good weekend for him, I guess. I... Yeah, in other, in, in other college football uh, news... Um, you know, there there just seems to be some change in the guards around the country. We've talked a lot about. The, I don't think how, any of us are upset about that. Either. No, no. I mean, we're we're all glad to see Ohio State drop off, um, and Michigan potentially actually beat them for once. Um, I think most of the country roots for Michigan every year in that game. Yeah, I, I feel like that's an eighty twenty. I might be crazy, but I feel like it's an eighty twenty. The only people that don't root for Michigan in that scenario are either they're obviously Ohio State fans. Or they are just Michigan haters in general. Yeah, I think I think that's it. Outside of that, everybody's rooting for for Michigan. Um, but uh, I, yeah, there does not uh, seem to be a clear cut Big Ten, Big Twelve um, leader right now. I, I I understand Oklahoma's in the driver's seat uh, in the ladder there, but uh, they're not great, and that's pretty obvious. They are they're going to lose some games. Um, and I think in both of those conferences, that is that's going to be either a one or two loss scenario. I think Penn State's going to take an L, but probably win the ten. Um, so you know, it's interesting what's happening right now, um, and it's nice to see for those of us that are Pac-12 fans, uh, three teams in the top twenty-five right now, um, and uh, and and I expect that to continue. Uh, Arizona State looks good. Yeah, and UCLA is getting the wins they need to get, and they got the one big one they really needed to get at the beginning of the season, just like the Ducks did. Um, and uh, hopeful that at some point somebody joins them there uh, with some key wins in conference play. But uh, we're going to get down to more college football on the Pick'em in just a moment. Uh, but uh, we have a new segment that we wanted to do, and we're not going to take forever on it, but we do want to hit some specific things. Uh, this is called Stat of the Week. And we've done some deep dives, pulled up some stuff that we're super proud of. And uh, we I guess got, mine was kind of already and, given and we did use grants, and that's my I'll, bad. I will, um, I'll, I'll repeat it though. So we, but uh, fresher because um, it's too good. Yeah. I, I did ask him for the stat of the week early. But uh, Jameson and I both have some stats that we want to pull out, and we'll do this over the week that was. It will correlate back to things that are going on currently or with those teams uh, historically. Uh, that are doing something either really, really good or really, really bad. Jameson, what do you got, man? 
So I already dropped my probably my biggest gem during the Eagles talk with the uh, the three rushing attempts. <laughs> yeah, but uh, pretty good. I wanted to save these ones just because, as a Rams fan, and specifically as a really big Cooper Cup We're fan, going with the bias, it makes me really happy. Uh, but there were actually a, a few pretty big ones um, to take away from that Rams Bucks game. Uh, the first one is right now Cooper Cup is leading the NFL at his position in touchdowns, receiving yards, and is tied for receptions. That was just kind of my honorable mention. Shout out Cooper Cup. Um, but probably a, a not so obvious one. Tom Brady uh, hit eighty thousand plus passing yards Woo! in his career. Him and Drew wow. Brees the only ones to do it. Uh, oh. So that was big. Uh, but again, more Cooper Cup love. This was kind of the the deep cut. He joined Hall of Fame Elroy Crazy Legs Hirsch, nineteen fifty one, as the only Rams player since nineteen fifty with one receiving one plus receiving touchdown in each of the team's first three games. And you know he's old when his nickname is Crazy Legs. Okay, can you say his name one more time? It's Elroy Hirsch, and his nickname was Crazy Legs. And Elroy was, Crazy Legs Hirsch. Yeah, you you know that's a black and white nineteen fifties. That is a crazy last awesome. So I just want to go back to it. I believe that Brady only needs like 70 yards to break the passing yards yeah, record. He's gonna get and it guess next week. who he's playing this week? Patriots. Going back to Foxborough. <laughs> hey, you're, you're pulling. You, you, we're not teasing the end here uh, real well. Uh, we're we're going to get to that game in just a moment. But dang. Uh, and then honorable really mention again close. from that same game. Uh, Matt Stafford. I don't even have this one in front of me, but it was. He's the first quarterback since Kurt Warner in 99 for the Rams to have nine plus touchdowns in the team's first three games. Nice. So that was a pretty good year. That was a pretty good He's year. He's had for an us. exceptional start to the season. Uh, so yeah, that is for sure. And if there's one thing we know, know it's that I like Kurt Warner. So, so I, I am actually, uh, mine goes over to baseball. Um, because we have been keeping track uh, now for, I think it's our third show in a row at where the Cardinals are. Cardinals. Real, real quick, do we want to say mine and then just no, use that oh, as a segue we'll to jump into baseball? Because I know that's where we're going next. I know. All right, so here's. Well, I'm just saying it again, real quick. Justin Fields netted one pass yard in his start, sacked uh, nine times for 67 yards, pass for 68 yards. So that netted is one yard. They average 1.1 yard a game, which is the worst of any team in a century. There you go. We're throwing poop on the fire there. Well, yeah, even more, <laughs> even more poop uh, goes there, stinking up the joint. Um, so now let's go to baseball. But he, but he still wants him as the quarterback. I'm I'm not going back to it. I'm not going back to it. I was it was just fun. anyway. Uh, so the Cardinals. I did check uh, while while we were sitting here because the game went final. Um, they have now won 17 games as of in a row as of wow. this broadcast. Isn't the record 20? The record in MLB history is I believe 22. Oh, okay. In total, it wasn't uh, the A's. The man, don't make me go back and look right now. It's twenty-two. It's I know it's twenty-two. I, I don't know who it is, but it's twenty-two. Because I was just watching stuff about. Well, they they don't yet uh, have the modern record. The modern record, I believe, is eighteen, um, and that's actually not very long ago at all. That was the Indians um, in their World Series run when they lost to the Cubs um, in twenty seventeen. Mm. Uh, won eighteen in a row to, uh, as they were approaching the playoffs. Um. This win streak has uh, has changed the Cards' postseason uh, picture dramatically. They had a two point eight chance 
uh, 2.8% chance to make the playoffs on September 7th. And they have not lost since. Um, they, uh, those playoffs uh, odds go back historically uh, to the 2014 season. Uh, in this span, only one team has made the playoffs after having a single digit odds do so at any point in September. And that was the 2019 Brewers, who they actually beat today, 6-2. to two. Um, and they were at uh, 5.6% on September 5th and ended up making the wild card that year. Um, so where does this uh, streak rank in late season lore, you ask? Uh, I, I do ask. 17 game win streak uh, has pushed uh, for now the third longest streak in the months of either September or October since 1900, uh, according to Elias Sports Bureau. Um, that only counts regular season games, uh, not the playoffs as well. And uh, the uh, I was one other part of this I wanted to get to. Uh, what's also incredible is that in this streak, the Cardinals have won eleven straight road games. Wow, that is nuts. So they're now uh, they're now s- have won six home games. They're home right now against the Brewers. Um, but uh, have won 11 games on the road in September. No one does this crud. I mean, it's just absolutely phenomenal yeah. what they're doing. Um, and they are in the driver's seat and have just about walked up the wild card. I think their magic number is one or two. I, Genuinely, I think that's right. what it is. I was looking at it, I think, two days ago. Yeah. That's about what I was at there, so that's cool. That's yeah. a crazy stat. The, uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, leading the way offensively, Tyler O'Neill. I... Uh, has crushed his 11th home run this uh, this month. Uh, he did that on Saturday. Has not hit one since. That's the fourth most home runs in the calendar month of September in franchise history. Uh, behind only Mr. Juice himself, Mark McGuire, uh, who Ooh. hit 15 <laughs> twice in 97 and 98 and 12 in 99. Um, it's been an absolute awesome run for the Cardinals. And if you are not paying attention to that, at least checking in on their scores every day, you should do so. History could be made. History is in the making. Before the end of the season, if they do not lose, they will have the all-time yeah, there's plenty of game, there's greatest game win streak in the history of Major League Baseball leading up to It almost months. reminds me of watching uh, Miami back in like 2012, 2013 when they were on that win streak. Yeah. Even if you're not like big on the team, if you're big on the sport, you're just kind of yeah. cluing into it every day. Absolutely. Well, I mean... I, I, I'm not a Cardinals fan, but I, I remember. That'd be cool to see. I remember the when when the Bulls won, you know, seventy games. Like that yeah. was incredible to watch as a kid. Uh, the Brewers, by the way, have taken their their foot off the gas. They do own the division um, at ninety four wins, and uh, and they are uh, going to be resting some guys here this next week in mm-hmm. preparation for the playoffs. So uh, they cannot improve their status. They cannot fall back. So uh, they they're I think they're going to give away a few here. Uh, and they do they do have to play a uh, evening. They got an evening game tomorrow, but then they have to do one of those Thursday uh, early games at like twelve fifteen local time. Um, that yeah. could be a little bit interesting to watch and uh, and see. I expect them to win uh, the next one, and then they're going to go to their fourth starter for that day game. And those tend to sometimes be a little a uh, little weird. Uh, weird stuff happens in those those odd time games. Uh, but checking in on baseball. And the told play, you it was a good idea. To playoff picture. Yeah, baseball. I know it's smooth. Uh, stupid Yankees. I hate the stupid Yankees. I uh, also hate my stupid Red Sox. Why? I was a Red Sox fan. Last week, we were like, hey, it's over. 
Red Sox locked up a spot. Looks like the Yankees locked up a spot. And then the stupid Yankees go in and sweep the Red Sox after they lost a few games earlier in the week uh, to the Blue Jays, allowed them to catch up. Then the Mariners won enough games to make themselves so relevant, and they're only a game and a half back. <laughs> Woo! Let's go! I agree. had given up all hope. Like, Let's it was go. over. Rock in the Mariners have right the, now. And the Red Sox today lost to the stinking Orioles, who have lost 100 Believe. games this year. I don't even watch and baseball. And it was Chris and Sale Day, Believe. and they lost. It was 2-2 when he went out. Believe. But uh, they gave up two late runs and could not score. So Mar- I, Mariners fans at T-Mobile Park, they had a sign that said, Believe. It got posted on the end of I believe. Hey, can we check and see if the Yankees won? If the Yankees won, they are tied with the Red Sox right the now. The Yankees currently... Please, Blue Jays have won that game. That's weird to say out loud. Ooh, Please have won that. Seven to two Yankees. Oh my gosh. It's tight. 90, 90 wins notched That's up. That's what happens when you score runs after the fourth inning, you jerks. Anyway, um, so it is going to become increasingly co- close in the AL. Um, you're still seeing, we've already touched on a little bit of the NL races with uh, the Cardinals about to lock up that last wild card. Um, and then either the Dodgers or the Giants are going to be hosting them uh, in that uh, first game. And we know that all the other division winners are there. The White Sox have now locked up. We'd stayed last week. They were the next one to do it. They did so by Sunday. Um, so the AL, it, the only race left is this wild card. And we've been touching on it a lot. And we will continue to pay attention oh, to man. it. I, the Mariners I just cannot current. believe the Red Sox have been in the driver's seat the whole time and just aren't closing out games. It's frustrating, but they do have. Yeah, they've it's frustrating got, for me I think too. Th- when five, I... I think they've either got five or six games left. They're all against um, the uh, that terrible Washington team, uh, Nationals, and then they've got a couple games here left against the Orioles, um, and those should be absolute winnables. The Red Sox have the easiest schedule to finish out the year, so if they don't do it. Um, you guys may not hear from me for a few days. I may need to take next Tuesday. I mean, we'll Mariners see. got a pretty easy one too. I mean, they they're playing the A's, who we've won like ten straight against the pat the pat. Yeah, A's fell off hard. A- A's have fallen off, and then so we so we're we're beating the the Mariners are beating the A's right now. Are you playing to- your kryptonite? Do you play the Diamondbacks again? No, we don't play the Diamondbacks. <laughs> Shut your mouth. We're we're we, we we're bah. Mariners are beating the Ash- Astros. Athletics. Three to one, top of the seventh. We play them tomorrow as well, and then it's a three-game series to against the Angels. But I will yeah, those say, are all winnables. We did lose to the Angels fourteen to one on Saturday. <laughs> so, I I, so. I told Gray earlier. I've nearly snapshot of that and sent it to him and being like, "Are you? Do you guys just feel bad for us? What the crud are you doing?" Yeah. Uh, uh, so, but Mariners, man, I cannot. Okay, I literally, literally, I am so excited. We might make the playoffs. I cannot believe I'm saying this. You might get to play one left. extra game. I, bro, <laughs> I just want to get to the playoffs, dude. Do you understand? I've yeah, never understand. seen it since I've been a fan. I understand. Woo! He's but excited. One and a half games behind. Grant, Grant's gone through a slew of emotions today. He hates his fellow Seahawks fans at the moment. Yeah. And he loves the Mariners. And he's really distraught about the Kraken's uh, prices for individual well, games. So it's right just now. that one game. The rest of the games are like around 200 bucks. Still a lot of money for hockey. Yeah, I was going to say. That's dude, still a lot of money if for you hockey. Go to, if you go to a hockey game and you're paying 200 bucks, it better be the playoffs. I mean, they're like around they're like 160 to like 212 is what I'm, I'm seeing I am in that range. Judging uh, the ticket prices. 
and what people are paying for them. I still want to go to one. Well, uh, moving on, I we're about to cap out our week, uh, but we want to we want to get caught up on our pick'em, and I'll okay. let Grant get over to it Mm-mm-mm. because we have not stated where we were at standing wise in a few weeks. No. We got behind, weren't weren't ready to release that last week. I have no idea who's homework. winning this. Yeah, I haven't. Kept Grant track. went back, had to listen to the show, and make sure that we had. Uh, um, everything in line. So, Grant, okay. tell us, man, where so are we at? Here's what I'm going to do. Who, who's in last place? No, no, no. I'm going to do it this way. Okay, fine. I want to go through every week's the records that we had. Okay. So, week one, it was just Matt and I, and I went four and one. Matt went three and two. Yep. First week, I had that win over on uh, Georgia Clemson. Yep. So then, Jameson came in, and uh, we had five games in that one. I went one and four. <laughs> Matt went two and three. Oh, dang. Jameson went. Three and two. Okay. Okay. Episode three, we had eight games to call here. This one was, we all did really well. I went six and two. Matt went six and two. Jameson went seven and one. Whoa. You guys didn't pick the Rams. I don't know what you're doing. That, it was the, yep. That was the Rams one. Yeah. Come on. Uh, the Rams one. Oh, also the, uh, yeah. What, so did, I get, what did I get wrong? Do you have that? Yeah. So you got wrong. Let's see. Was it, oh, was it Arkansas? Chargers. So, oh, no. so, because I, I didn't break it, I just run all of our picks. So, the first two, it was just college, and then we started doing NFL. Chiefs over Chargers? Oh, uh, well. Um, okay. It was Cowboys, Chargers. Matt, you got that one. Jameson, you got that one wrong. Okay. It was, okay. It was like Cowboys, okay. Chargers we, we one. Said, I said Chargers. So did uh, I. All right. That was one of my, okay. I'll mm-hmm. take that any day of the week. I'll take the Chargers So here's the Cowboys. This, and so, here's, this is last week's. We all stunk up the joint. <laughs> all of us stunk <laughs> I, up I the joint. I knew I didn't do good. But none did more than me. I went 0-5. <laughs> I didn't get a single pick right. Not a single pick right. Nice. And then, Matt, you went 1-4. and four. Ouch. Oh, man, Jameson, I thought I went 2-3. Jameson, you went 2-3. and three. Oh, Okay. It. I'll take that. So our totals... I, all right. As Are we, of, like, dead even? Our totals as of today, Matt, you and I are tied 11-3. and three. Okay. And Jameson, who had one less... Many, oh, less crud, times. Did he <laughs> He's twelve and seven. Oh my god! <laughs> Jameson is winning. Let's go in the pickums. Wait, we're, I'm a, we're eleven and what? Thirteen. We we're, we're losing. We have losing records. Yeah, we both do. We both have losing records. I, I, because I told, of, I told bro, you I would wow. catch up, bro. It's because of. And I remember him even saying, "I don't need that extra." Yeah. Oh I'll my gosh! Well, yeah, dude. It's because of all last. Right, week. Jameson's going first on all the pickums today. Yeah, okay. just gonna fine. pick. We're gonna pick whatever he picks. I have to go last for what it's worth. If anybody thinks I'm. You know, all right, well, I'll call. I'll call out the games today as Grant and Grant's going to keep track of us, so we don't yeah, get behind have, this time. I have six percent battery on my laptop, so let's let's go real fast. All right, we're going to push through it, it today. Uh, first one is in the Pac-12, number twenty, UCLA playing at Arizona State, who's undefeated, but uh, not ranked currently. I am going to take Arizona State. Okay, I Arizona. Am I was also going to take Arizona State because in the Pac-12 you take the home team. Yep. I mean, college football. Is that is it a night game? Ooh, it's a later game. I have no idea. I just have it here. Twelve thirty. So I'm gonna go UCLA, just so that way, hopefully, I can try and create some separation here. <laughs> yeah, we want you to try and create that separation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, please I'll, do. Yeah, I'll get the separation. I, I, I'm gonna just do me because it's been working. All right, I am. I, I'm putting them up there again because they're playing another ranked team. Alabama is playing at Ole Miss. You will never hear me not pick Alabama. Bama? On this podcast, I think I think Bama's going to get a sweep Georgia, here. Then it might be close. I think even I'm, Grant is going to pick. I'm going to pick Alabama. Alabama. Part of me now wants to say Alabama, <laughs> just, <laughs> just because you, you want to be different. No, no, just because you said it. Yeah, no. but also I wonder if that's a tactic that you're doing. <laughs> saying anyway, okay, so we're all Alabama on that one. 
Yep. Are you, okay. I'm not that smart. What are you talking about? I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't bait mm, you. Yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. Cincinnati at Notre Dame. Number seven, Cincinnati at number nine, Notre ooh, Dame. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's the game of the week. I'm yeah, taking, for sure. I'm taking Notre Dame. I think I am too. All right, I'll I do just, it. I think they're better. I'll overall. do it. I'll, I'm going to bait myself into Notre Cincinnati. Notre Dame all around. You're gonna do, you're, no, no I'm taking Cincinnati. Oh, sorry, I'm taking Cincinnati. He's going to do I'll Cincy. Do were you Were you thinking Notre Dame until we both? Notre started? Dame, I think, is plus three in this game. Okay, I think that's that. That's it. Okay. So Cincinnati. Taking the dog. Jameson, bad. you were Notre Dame, right? Yep. Okay. All right, here we go. NFL Rams at Cardinals. Do I need to say it? Yeah, you need to say it. I'm going to take the Los Angeles Rams. Well, at home versus the hey, Cardinals. Good news. There's only gonna be one more undefeated team. Hey, that's true. In in the NFC West, there's the NFC yeah. West. Yeah. And I still think, for what it's worth, the Cardinals, even though the Seahawks have the worst record in our division, I think the Cardinals are the worst oh, team in our they, division. Yeah, so, they play the Jaguars. Yeah, and they shouldn't have they one against the Vikings. They shouldn't be undefeated anyways, and I think they're sure going to get was. absolutely exposed by the Rams, who are rolling right now. So, gosh darn it, I'm gonna take the Rams too. Search <sighs> your feelings. Yeah, I know you're gonna have to do it too. Just do it. I hate saying that. I hate it, the Rams. Even if we weren't as good as we currently are, we have the Cardinals number. That's the other team in our yeah. division that we are usually beating anyways. Yep. I think all I think all of us have the Cardinals numbers. Yeah. Seahawks at 49ers. No hesitation, I'm taking San Francisco. Just because Seattle's still in the middle of their gauntlet, uh I think ironically, I think Jimmy G's going to pick them apart just like they're good. Uh I'm taking the 49ers cuz they're at home. And they should have won this last week at home. Yeah. Um, and because the Seahawks have a bottom three secondary in the league. Yeah. If Trey Flowers is playing, the 49ers are winning. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't undersell the Niners just because they lost to the Packers. <laughs> yeah. Know? Let's not. So let's yeah. not let's, let's not, not forget who the Niners are, even if All they right. don't have the running game. Let's see uh, what he does. I'm going to Seattle because there we go. Because we admit our biases on oh, this yeah, show. Oh yeah, this bias, is a bias also, pick. How many times have they lost three games in a row? That's why. Yeah. They don't, they've never lost three games in a row in the in the Pete Carroll. I am ready to watch all the Seahawks fans abandon ship this yeah. next week, as Grant just, already accused them of being ready to do. Yeah. Go ahead, do it. I don't know who the real right. fans are. Yeah, Bye-bye. I'm going to Seattle. I think they're going to win, be, be, mainly because I think they're going to lose next week against the Rams. I think they're going to split because it's next week is the Rams. I think they're going to lose that game because that's a short week Thursday night football. I think they're going to win that. I think Bucks. they're going to win anyways if you had two weeks to play the, the Rams. NFL's game of the week: Bucks okay. at the Pats. No Tom hesitation. Brady returns to Foxborough and no hesitation. They're smacking the Pats around. I completely agree. <laughs> there is nobody that plays better with a chip on his shoulder than Tom Brady. Goodbye, Patriots. Uh, and you better applaud that man when he walks in your stadium. And as bad as the Bucks defense has been this year in comparison to how they were last year, Mac Jones isn't going to do anything. No, he's not going to be able to do what others have. <laughs> you guys done. are going to disown me. Oh my gosh. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh I'm bucks. I'm bucks. <laughs> I already wrote it down. All right. Trash game of the week. Lions Ooh. at the Bears. Again, no hesitation for me. I'm taking my boy Jared Goff and the Lions in Chicago. I love that he said his boy. He had to say that I, before. I say, now he's doing you, it by as choice. Much as, you, as much as you say you don't like him, you talk about him more than probably any other player in the well, NFL. He's like, you know, he's him a Cooper Cup. He's Cooper Cup. Well, he, he he's Cup. my little doofus, you know, like. <laughs> We we is he I've your always, redheaded stepchild? Yes, like I'll always have a little love for Jared Goff. Um, <laughs> I mean, when a guy gives you a Super Bowl run, even with his limitations, you know, I'll I'll take him. Plus, I, you know, I know he's on a bad team, so yeah. I'm I like to root for the, the underdog, anyways. The Lions nearly like beat the Ravens. The Lions are 
are are not. They're, they're an improving team. The Bears a team. are the bottom of the barrel there with the Jets. Yes. But, uh, the the Lions are bad. They have one of the worst rosters in football, but they're a sneaky team still somehow. They have a good coach. They, they, they have do. A, and they, have, they do have some good players. Swift. Swift is a good player. Yeah. I like that kid. Sewell's a good player. Sewell's an awesome player. Um, it, oh, oh, I know. Yeah, they lost. Hawkinson. They're tight end. Yeah. Good so, player. Like, and right there, which Goff is really likes him. And so with that, they already have a better roster. There's <laughs> roster. <laughs> That's true. The, the Bears true. are worse than I we think we would have even imagined somehow. Yep. Um, and and I, I think Maggie. the Lions are going to get their win. Again, the Lions, they could have two wins. And uh, this yeah, year. and and the the NFL game of the week for drama Ooh. is going to happen on Monday Night Dude, Football. I don't know. This is much w- must watch television, folks. Mainly because cancel Eli your Manning. plans. You're not doing anything on a Monday anyway. Watch this game because the Raiders are playing at the Chargers. Did you guys pick your lines. And oh, I said Lions. Yeah, yeah, we, I think we all said Lions. But the Raiders are playing at the Chargers. Dude. Justin Herbert at home against the luckiest team in football right now. Chargers. I'm also taking the Chargers because I really like the Chargers. <laughs> I do too. In general, yeah. I would probably take the Chargers in more pickums than most people. What do you? What do you got? Like you can gain two here, huh? You can, can you gain like two on him? Is that it? What if I pick the? Raiders? Well, no, I think that would give you three. I'm, I'm just currently we have three. We would currently have three in a row of us picking it was the Bucks, the Lions, and then it would be the Chargers. But do you do you try to get a plus one or do you just try to hang on? Does Gruden's luck run out? Come on, Grant. I just think the Chargers are that. You got that good. on a Google Doc, so it's going to auto save. By the way, <laughs> I do. And my laptop is like All right. on the fritz. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go Raiders. Oh, I'm going to try, yeah. try it. I applaud that. I have I'm, no I'm, issue with it. Herbert is going to just ding, 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 pick apart yeah. that Raiders defense. This week, we are going to post our pick on Instagram so that you can join in the fun. So if you are already following us, go ahead and do that. Grant, where can they check that out? What's the follow there? Uh, yeah, you can follow us at sportsify.pod on Instagram. Again, we're going to be trying to post some more fun stuff uh, for you guys there so you guys can get involved in that conversation. Um, I just also manage a lot of social media accounts, so it's it's hard to do. But yes, sportsify.pod is where you can find us on Instagram. If you want to email us, you can email us at the sportsify podcast at gmail.com. The sportsify podcast at gmail.com. Two things to get to before we run today. Uh, Jameson, our NFL injury report for those of you that uh, are concerned about your fantasy roster or your team winning a game, here's what you need to be concerned about. Hit it. All right, I'm going to just scroll through a few of these kind of key names here. Again, we're looking at more like skill position guys. We've already covered a couple of non-skill injuries when we were going through our good, bad, and uglies. Uh, Obviously, without saying it, Christian McCaffrey is going to be out at least for a few weeks probably. Could be a little bit sooner. We, I don't know. Possibly Especially because of the extra oh, games. Yeah. He, Hopefully right. with two, definitely, and, and, uh, but more likely is three, and they are not saying this is going to be a full month. Yeah, and I would honestly probably um, think about later than sooner just because they have a good record. He's already their workhorse. It's a hamstring. You know, do you do the smart thing and keep him out maybe an extra week? Fantasy yeah. owners, if you're not smart enough to go get Hubbard already, that is your bad because that's a handcuff, but he's going to get volume. Dude, Yahoo was trying to say, when I looked at the Caffrey report is trying to say go get Royce Freeman and I'm like are you dumb? Royce Freeman is going to get you catches and he is a goal line guy but Hubbard's going to be your between the 20s and he already got 14 touches 
yeah. uh, this last yeah. week, and I would expect that to increase get somewhere Hubbard. between the 17 They've got and a good 20. System there, unless so. you're, yeah, unless you're in, in the B League, don't get Hubbard because I yeah. need that. Because <laughs> um, I have McCaffrey. It's already coming out tomorrow. You're going good. down the list as oh, yeah. of yesterday. Uh, we're looking at Cincinnati. Um, we do have T. Higgins is questionable. Um, mm. Didn't mm. practice. He's questionable versus Jacksonville, uh, which they is don't need be much of a game, anyways. Day, yeah. um, Jarvis Landry, still obviously, as we talked about last week on IR, um, expected return week six, so not too far out there. Beckham got some good targets and looks. Yeah, Beckham is available in about 60% of leagues, too, so you yeah. should uh, go snag that up. Uh, KJ Hamler tore his ACL. Yeah. Um, Cortland Sutton, on oh an boy, already, yeah. is he going to get all the looks with oh, Judy? Dude. and? Yeah, I mean, a Cortland lot of people... sitting on two teams for me. Me too. You, you've, he's probably already taken in your league, so don't get your hopes up. But if you have them, you're probably if you can pull good. off a pre-Sunday trade with the dumb guy in your league, do it. Yes, um, because that is really all they have going on for him right now, as far as the receiving core. And Noah Fant. Yeah, yeah. Well, receiving core. Yeah. Receiving. Um, and then again, as we're scrolling through here, uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling is also questionable with the hamstring uh, going into Pittsburgh. Again, they probably don't really even need him as much, but he's a good uh, second option for them. So um, we'll hopefully. See him back sooner than later. Uh, fortunately, there's not a whole lot of really big ones. Ty still on IR as well. Um, Can't forget the Tua injury. Went officially Tua went on, is on IR since yep. we last spoke. We weren't yep. sure if he was going to play. Usually, when you see a ribs thing, it's like okay, give him a shot of cortisone, give him the body armor, get him out there. Yeah, but uh, it was a little. And only if you're in two quarterback deep leagues should you be taking Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, uh, which I mean, he played good. Played a good game. Uh, Josh Jacobs also still out questionable for the Chargers. Um, that would be pretty big for them to have him come back in the Chargers game, I think. Um, and I this showed up on the injury report. I wouldn't make too much of it, but apparently uh, Justin Herbert was questionable yep. with a hand uh, thing going on there. Um, just say I would fully expect him to play. 100% playing this week. Yeah, so don't don't really look into that one too much. Uh, my boy Daryl Henderson still questionable for Arizona. I would love to have him back. Tell him to get his butt on the field. I need my third you, running back. You, uh, Henderson fantasy managers are really wanting my guy back. Yes, uh, which I am too. But I will say I am totally fine with the production we've had because we've been slinging the rock. Um, again, as we already mentioned, I'm just kind of going down in alphabetical order here. Um, Tua is still out. Uh, so Cook. Uh, in Minnesota, he is currently still questionable. Um, he was just getting his bye week. Yeah, uh, he's questionable for Cleveland. Um, honestly, that's a big, big game for uh, Minnesota and Cleveland this week, uh, so they could really use him. But when you have Madison doing what he did, you're not really too concerned. Uh, going through, not really a whole lot going on outside of that. Obviously, one of the big names that everybody's probably still been waiting on, and others people that drafted my league, Michael Thomas. Still not coming back to week seven, folks. So don't yep. don't think about it. Um, if you're in a pull and can stash uh, scenario, Jeff Wilson for the 49ers mm-hmm. uh, should be a running back that you consider putting on your IR, especially if you got the two IR slots available to you. Uh, he'll be coming back for week seven as well. Which I don't know if we even talked about Elijah Mitchell, how he just like everybody was clamoring for like I didn't even get him on the waiver and I got him first thing. And then all of a sudden he's like not even playing anymore. He is a, he is hopeful for this Sunday. Yeah. So, uh, which they could use because the Trey Sermon didn't really give him much on the ground. 
last week. Yeah, I had a, they, they. I mean, scheme wise, they were down seventeen yeah. nothing. I think that that's a majority because he did start to pick up in the second half. But you go down seventeen nothing, and uh, and Green Bay did a great job stuffing the run early in that yep. game. And speaking of uh, the Niners, by the way, um, like you said, he is questionable. George Kittle apparently with a calf, also questionable. But again, the way that Kittle plays, he will play. He will play. So, um, and then. We will see. He's technically not showing up on the report for Seattle, but I would be interested to see if Tyler Lockett is going to be back to 100%. I would I would be curious if they just limit him all week or if you see him actually degress at some point. Like mm-hmm. I, Grant had brought that up earlier today, uh, that he was limited today. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Because Eskridge is still questionable. Yeah, because he still has. Uh, concussion. Yeah. Yeah, and so if that if he's out, I mean, look to D. Eskridge if Eskridge can play, and Freddie Swain to get a lot more targets, yeah. especially in an offense that really heavy targets Metcalf and Lockett. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, um, and against the Forty Nine ers secondary that may or may not have a whole bunch of people playing. Who knows? Yeah, um, Scotty Miller in Tampa Bay is actually doubtful with, mm. with a toe. And if you're and if you're a Scotty Miller guy, uh, if Why? that guy's <laughs> on your roster. Uh, you better be in the deepest 14, 16 yeah. man league I've he, ever heard of. He had some nice, you know, he was he had some nice moments, but he's not. He's not he's a not, producer. He's not. A, he's, he's not a Cooper, four, He's number four on their depth chart. He's not your yeah. Cooper Cup guys. All right, get over it. You could, there's only one. There can only be one. Man, he's not the even bias, your Cole Beasley. The bias right? is he's really not, coming he's not out a, of. He's Cooper not a Hunter Cup. Renfro. All right, uh, Julio I is still. Like, I feel like all those guys had something in common. <laughs> hmm, what could it be? Moving uh, on. <laughs> Uh, Julio Jones is still uh, questionable with an undisclosed injury. He was hanging out on the sideline quite a bit on Sunday. So. Also, also known as he'll be playing on Sunday. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you may have been concerned this last week. Again, I I think he's probably going to be fine. Uh, and then that pretty much wraps up any mm-hmm. other. Major One ones. major league baseball injury to be concerned about that affects playoff races. Oh, that's right. Aaron uh, Aaron Judge did uh, dislocate his pinky, sliding in second base against the Red Sox this weekend. Do not believe he played today. Uh, they are on the playoff push though, and that could certainly have a big impact for that lineup. He's been mm-hmm. pretty hot as of late. I certainly tanked my Red Sox this weekend. Uh, that was a double that he hit and broke a game open. Hey, uh, my, when he my did Red do Sox that. too. I was, I was. Yeah, yeah I know you were rooting. I know you were rooting. Um. So as we're heading out, one thing you're looking forward to uh, this weekend in sports, Grant. I'm looking forward to the Seahawks bouncing back. That sounded pretty hopeful. <laughs> no, um, oh, they're, no, they're going to win. I think they're going to be angry. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to sound like a broken record because I kind of said the same thing last week and I was really interested to see like with where the uh, NFC West was uh, last week kind of how that was going to look because we all had some pretty good matchups um, and I'm pretty much going to say the same thing this week but mostly because now we're playing each other and right. it's starting yeah. yeah and so we've got you know Rams Cardinals Seahawks Niners you know this is the first time where it's like okay Got to get up for a rivalry week. Uh, Rams, obviously, we're playing the only other undefeated team, which I think the Cardinals are still kind of fraudulent to be undefeated because, again, I think they're the worst team in our division despite the records. Um, but I am most interested to see kind of the shakeup, what that's going to look like. I do think, obviously, I'm going with the Niners. I would be really interested to see how Seattle responds. So I'm going to be looking mostly, again, at the NFC West now that we're playing each other this week. Yeah, I uh, normally, I would... I would say, because the 49ers playing the Seahawks, that that would be the thing I am most looking forward to. Uh, not that I'm 
overly concerned with that. I, I think this is again a 50 50 game. Um, I, it, it should be a one score battle. It absolutely should. It's going to be. be whatever secondary can make the stop. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. Well, maybe Trey Flowers will not be in at the end of the game. <laughs> um, anyway, I mean, even if he is, but, he won't uh, no, I'm I'm actually looking forward to seeing what happens with the baseball playoff picture. Uh, that's going to be by the time we are back oh. on the air uh, talking to you guys, that will have been decided. And uh, we will... I'm looking forward to the Mariners making the playoffs <laughs> for the first time in 20 years. Um, I'm looking forward to that not happening, uh, or it could happen and the Yankees don't or the Blue Jays don't. I'd be fine with that. Um, but honorable mention I, I there. think that's what I'm looking forward to. Tom we, Brady. Yeah, that, that's my honorable mention. I want to see Tom Brady go break get the his, record. his little revenge tour, break the record in New England. And I, I totally agree. And Monday Night Football is going to be awesome, as we already mentioned. So lots to look forward to. We thank you guys for tuning in, listening to us. Uh, like we said before, hit us up. I get engaged with the content on sportsify.pod on Instagram. Uh, we'll have our pick them up this week. We'd love to see what you guys' thoughts are on that. And as we say on this show every week until it's not true, Cam, Cam Newton, Newton still doesn't, doesn't have, have a, a job. job. Oh, sir.